I'm Jim Ford. I'm Jason Grice. And uh, I'm Sean Pryor. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 75? Yes, it is. Sweet! This wow. is this is our, our jumbo-sized uh, 75th Christmas episode. La 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 la. <laughs> How we doing? I'm exhausted. <laughs> I feel you. It's been a productive day for me. I fired two people today. Holy cow. That is productive. It is. <laughs> Goodness, boy. See, this is what happens when you don't do your job. Jason will put his foot up your ass. <laughs> and I'll make you cry. I've made, I think I've had, girls don't count when they cry. But the last three guys that I've interrogated and interviewed, they all uh-huh. cried. Oh, well, I, I hope they stole. I hope they stole something that was high dollar valued to, to because, like, if you get fired for stealing a box of Teddy Grahams, you got a problem. I had this one cat. He stole that we knew about ninety nine cents worth of chicken wings. I got him to confess to one thousand five hundred dollars worth of product over the last five years. Oh my <laughs> God! I got mad skills. Wow. You you know what, man? Uh, when you going to just start working for for the police, sir? <laughs> I was close. I actually, uh, I was ranked number three out of 2,000 people in the testing process. Damn. And I broke my thumb five days before my last physical fitness test. I already had my bid into the academy. Oh, oh my God. So <laughs> to be ranked that high, I, I scored higher than other police officers coming in, trying to come into Vegas. Mm. So to, to be ranked that high and to have it ripped from me that far out of the game yeah. i took that as god telling me not to be a cop oh i understand i i understand i'm start calling you tj hooker <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i tell you jim how you been man how's life treating you sir i've been doing exceptionally well how about you sean um through through everything man i persevere um just just super busy um super busy my job's going through I'm going through changes at my job. I'm about to start. I'm about to start a new job on campus with the University of Kentucky, um, with a new department. So my old job is closing up. So I've been trying to get all this stuff done before my new job starts. And um, and then the university closes down. Closes down the 21st. So it's you know it's down until January 3rd. Then I start my new job. Got stuff jumping off with Action Lab. There's a a majillion. A majillion that's not even a word, but. Um, <laughs> A majillion things going with Action Lab. I'm trying to slowly hand over stuff to Jason and Johnny M for PKD. I got writing assignments out the butt. I've got boxes of comics I haven't read yet. I'm not done Christmas shopping. I'm broke, and <laughs> I, you know, you know what, man? I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm stop playing the world's tiniest violin. Stop. <laughs> um, life is just, um, life is just extremely busy. And um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to spend time with my wife. We're going to go to the movies. We're going to go eat some dinner. And I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not going to look at no email. And just, I'm just just one night. I got to stay away from this. Just one night. So, Fresh. but 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 you know what, man? I'm all right. You know, if, if for all those things I just complained about, I I can't complain. I can't. So I'm, it I'm not. It could be worse. To- you you could be led into a room where I'm sitting down and stand up when you come in and say, "Hey, have a seat." No, no, no. See, I don't want that, man. Look, I watch <laughs> I watch episodes of NCIS when uh when Mark Harmon is just sitting there acting all cool and calm, starts yelling at people. No, man, I seen that mess, man. Nope, not not the kid. Nope, 
I took I had a two day seminar on interrogation and interviews that was just so informative. I, I have I'll remind me one day and I'll pull out some of my I call them letters of apology, but it's really a confession. And they're pretty they're pretty funny. <laughs> they're pretty funny. They usually end up with Jason was very understanding and respectful during this whole process. Wow. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna throw out there that a majillion is like a billion, only it's magical. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm writing that down right now. You think I'm playing a majillion is like a that is awesome. <laughs> now I think there's there's two big questions that that people are going to want to know the answers to, and one one question for each of you guys. Now, Jason, yes, sir. You you haven't been people haven't seen you on the forums. They haven't heard you on the podcast. <laughs> Why don't you give everybody an update as far as like just everything that you've been you know everything that's been cracking. Basically, yeah. I took a new position at work. Um, I know I was working seven days a week, 80 plus hours a week before. Um, I've cut that down. I actually have a whole day off once a week, which is very cool for me. With my new job, I had to do a lot of training because I'm now the head of loss prevention for one of our districts. Uh, the Smiths is a grocery store. We're uh, one of the companies through Kroger. Most people know Kroger. Um, oh, yeah. So, we got a Kroger across the street from my house. <laughs> so I have 19 stores that I'm in charge of, uh, four in Arizona, uh, 14 in Vegas, and then one in Pahrump. And I did a lot of training for this. I've been flying to and from Salt Lake City. That's where our corporate office is. Uh, I've been on the corporate jet to and from Arizona. Um, I drive to Arizona quite a bit. Basically, when there's an issue or there's a problem, they think somebody's stealing, uh, I get a phone call, and then I perform an investigation. And that takes up quite a bit of my time. I've been, I have some new positions in other ventures that I have also have with uh, Action Lab Entertainment. I'm the marketing director there, so we're we're getting Fracture, our first uh, direct market comic that's going to be coming out next year. We're getting that up and going with our Kickstarter program. And also, I've taken on a new position at PKD Media as manager of operations, uh, upgraded from marketing director, so we're in the process of getting all that stuff worked out. Um, I still got the family to take care of, so I, I hang out with them from time to time. I enjoy a, a whole day off. Well, okay, most of a day off. I, I work a couple hours on Sunday. <laughs> But uh, it's nothing like it used to be. Uh, for those still interested, I do have the entire collection of Blackest Night action figures. <laughs> I have every single one that's come out, and I actually have two of Mongol because I had to have one opened out of the box to fight Kilowog. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, just a lot, a lot of that. Just, you know, keeping up with uh, the kids and school and all that fun stuff. Uh, I'm not nearly on the computer nearly as much as I should be. But you know what? I'll, I'll make an early New Year's resolution. I, I will be on the forums, and I'll, I'll stop by and say hello much more often than I have, and I know I've been neglecting. And, and uh, it's funny because Christian's on the forums a lot more than me. So yeah. he's, like, he's like, people miss you. <laughs> they keep asking me where you're at. <laughs> i got to get on there more often. I, I sincerely apologize. It's just been a little hectic trying to juggle everything and get, get used to the new position at work because I still own my other business, auto detailing. So I do that on Saturdays. And then uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm taking my truck to and from my brother-in-law's house because he does some detailing for me on Tuesdays. So, so whenever anybody is like, you know, they think anybody's stealing, then like they call you, and and you're the man who like, you know, dives in and you know does the CSI thing to figure everything out. 
It's actually really cool. Yeah, I do a lot of research. They think, well, hey, we, we think we ha might have this guy on camera. Can you come take a look? Yeah, sure, no problem. And I go in there and I, I, I do an investigation. And through the, that two-day seminar that I took, that's the seminar that they, they, they actually teach police officers on interrogation and interviews. I took the same, the same class. And I just, I loved it so much. It was so much fun that I have the workbook that they gave us. Plus, I also purchased a really thick textbook that they give out when they do criminal justice classes. So I've really gotten involved in that. And it's been, I've been very successful with my interviews and interrogations since then. It's funny because I'll get a store manager will call me like, hey, we think we got this guy. But just to let you know, he's a hard ass because he just shuts down. I've had him in my office, you know four or five times over the last year for 20 minutes to an hour just grilling him and he just shuts down and he says that you know I don't know what you're talking about I don't know what you're talking about and I bring him into the office and I have the store manager sit there and I kind of have the office set up a certain way you know I have the guy come in and I always it's funny to me because just to see the looks on their faces because I'm always sitting down when they come in the office and I stand up and they kind of look up they're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and uh for those of you who don't know I'm I'm a slim trim, 6'8", 260, 270. <laughs> so they come in and then I sit down and I go through my spiel and, and there's certain tactics to, to find out when they're telling the truth and when they're not telling the truth. You have to get, you have to get, you know, the, the base readings from them and you go through the whole thing. So I go through my little spiel. Then when I get to the point of telling them how I do my investigations, who I am, then I just tell them, okay, so what do you have to tell me? And this kid just like, I steal candy, I steal soda, I steal sunflower <laughs> seeds, I took, I steal time, I took money out of the register. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Okay. Oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so I need specifics. So you need to be more specific with me. So then I look at the store manager, and his jaw just dropped to the ground. <laughs> and because I, I instruct them that you're just there as a witness, you're not, you don't talk at all unless I talk to you, and I'm not going to talk to you, so you don't say a word. So he breaks down, the guy starts crying, and but I'm not, the only intimidating part is when I stand up in the beginning, just because I think it's funny, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't come across as the bad cop, good cop, bad cop type thing, it's just real like, hey man, good people do bad things, blah, 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 and uh, it's more like a, hey, tell me a secret, you know, you, if, you, if you're, asking, you're asking them to, to pretty much tell you that they're a liar and they're a thief. Yes. And that's hard for people to say. Even if people do it, that's real hard for most people to say out loud. And so you got to kind of get their trust and, and work that angle on it. Because you're asking them to tell you a secret. And if you're, you come in there like an ass, you know, they just shut down. And I've had that on multiple occasions where as soon as I'm done and they leave, I walk them out. And as soon as I get back, the store manager's like, wow, that was some cool stuff to see. I was really, really impressed with the way you handled that. Because I'm not trying to be overbearing and intimidating. It's just like, hey, man, you know what? Things happen. We all do bad things. But you gotta, you got to tell me the truth. I already have all the answers. I just need you to hear, I just need to hear you say it. This fall on the CW, <laughs> Jason Grice interrogates like no other man ever has. He kills them with kindness. <laughs> and he gets results. <laughs> I have an old boss who called me up and I told him that I did the... Went through that class. He goes, six foot eight of hate learns to interrogate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I don't know. Typically, like, what happens to these people after you interrogate them? After I interrogate them, I get them. I get them to kind of break down, and then 
I always tell them like, hey, here's what we need to do from here. It's always, I can't guarantee one way or the other how things are going to happen. I don't know. I have to give my reports to them. It's always them. And them is really me, but I just say them. So it kind of takes the, I'm not the person that they need to be worried about. <laughs> it's, hey, here, here's what we need to do. Um, I appreciate you telling me all that information. I need you to write a letter of apology. Let them know that you're sorry. Let them know what you did and that you feel bad for it. Well, the letter of apology is really a, a confession. Right. So they go through and they write that. And then I'm all, they go to hand it to me. And I'm like, no, no, read it for me. And that's real tough for them to, to, to read out loud their confession. So they do that. And then I ask them, you know, hey, during this process, were you, did you ever feel intimidated or, or I think that was discourteous or rude? Like, oh, no, 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 not at all. I'm like, okay, go ahead and write that down for me. So they write that down. And the reason I have them do that is, especially because of my size, because we have unions out here. And if they were to go to the union and say, oh, well, I just felt threatened and in, in, intimidated by him. That's why I confessed. You know, I eliminate that avenue for them to go through. Right. But, I mean, it, it, one day off of this, or we could do it on this another time, but I'll go through the whole, my whole scenario and my whole thing on how I, how I do the whole thing. It's pretty fun. It, it's actually really, really cool. Now, I mean, like, when it all is said and done, I mean, like, now obviously they're losing their jobs. I suspect them pending, invest, pending the, the rest of the investigation. Right. Um, then I call Human Resources, and I promise you this is how the phone call goes. I call him up. He says, yes, Batman. <laughs> and I say, Commissioner, here's what happened. <laughs> I break it down to him, and then he's like, okay, perfect, terminate. So then I suspend them pending investigation because we have 72 hours to give them their last check from the time that they're told that they're fired. So we just suspend them pending. We fire them in the system, and then uh, we wait for the last check to be mailed out, and then we call them back in. But, yeah, he calls me Batman, and I call him Commissioner. World's greatest detective, definitely. Right? It's pretty funny. And he Actually, he came up with the Batman thing on his own, which I was really, like, brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because he's human resources, and... He's a smaller guy, very warm and fuzzy. He he wears sweater vests and stuff like that, and it's, it's <laughs> cute. Um, so we were we went to the same class on interrogation interviews, and we're walking in the the airport in Salt Lake City, and I'm like towering over him. I mean, he's a he's a slight fellow, nice guy, sweetheart. And I looked at him. I go, I go, hey Bob. Um, me and you, we're kind of like the physical embodiments of our our respective departments, aren't we? He's just looking at me, started laughing. He's like, "Yeah, I'm warm and fuzzy, and you're big and burly." <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny. It's like the big joke in in our office because we have two districts in Las Vegas. So you know, we're the embodiments of our of our specific departments. That's awesome. Okay, so now everybody everybody now knows what you've been up to for the past several months. Yeah. Now, Sean, I'm going to get to that question in a minute, but first. The last time that we had you on was, like, right around the beginning of Blackest Night. Yes. Was it issue three? I think it was issue three. Yes, because I was quite salty. If, if issue three is what I remember it being, I was uh, somewhat salty about issue three. Um, I mean, I was happy to talk to you guys about it. But wasn't that the issue where uh, Jason, Jason Rush's girlfriend died? Yes, and she was turned into salt. Yes, see, I was quite salty about that. No pun intended. <laughs> No pun intended, but I was quite salty about that. But please continue. I apologize. Now, the question that I'm sure many people have been wondering since then is, what did you think about 
Blackest Night overall as a story? Um, Blackest Night overall as a story. I, th- I thought it was really cool. Um, I, I like I've hit. I honestly hit event burnout a while ago, but this one, this story, um, served served many purposes. One to really continue to put Green Lantern in the forefront, because as we all know, we got a Green Lantern movie coming out uh, next year. Um, Warner Brothers is real big on Green Lantern right now, so it kind of you know coincides co- coincides, and it's a good look for for Green Lantern. Plus, he's due. Um, I mean, all variations of Green Lantern. I mean, come on, let's let's think about it. Over the years, as it like from my childhood to now, Green Lantern has always been a powerful character, but in a lot of aspects, has never really seemed that way. Green Lantern was always in the background, and so this um, this series is re- this series really took that and just like pushed it out there with. And I think what really got me more than anything were all the different. Lantern cores, you know, whether it be red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, black, or white. That still blows my mind, period. Um, I, my, one of my favorite parts was where, um, oh, let's see, how'd it go? Like where Black Hand had, uh, had the Batman clone and uh, had Necron with him, and uh, they somehow, like, uh, turned um, soups. It was like, I think it was like soups, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Superboy, Green Arrow, uh, Kid Flash, Donna Troy, Ice, and Animal Man, I think. And the Black Lanterns, I think, if, if I remember right. Yep. That that was, uh, I did not see that coming. I didn't see that coming. They're like, well, you know, you all have something in common, blah, 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 blah. And here you go. Now you're Black Lanterns. I was like, that is just cold-blooded. So I'm like, where is this series going to go now? And the whole thing with Luther becoming an Orange Lantern. And oh, that that was that was really cool, and and that's kind of like played, you know, played on into um, action comics, and uh, with uh, Sinestro also Sinestro's now a White Lantern. It's it was it's really cool. Um, it, that was really cool. I like the fact that there's conflict between Jason Rush and the uh, you know reborn Ronnie Raymond. Uh, you know, we got Martian Manhunter back, Aquaman back, um, Hawkman Hawk and Hawk Girl are back. Um, you know, Maxwell Lord is back. I was a little salty about that. I'm like, you know what, y'all could have y'all could have let that dude go. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all just could have left well enough alone. You know, but um Jade's back. It's there were a lot of great there were a lot of good things. There are a lot of good things about the series. There are a lot of things that kinda of disturbed me because um, you know, I'm not one for like, I guess 'cause you I don't I don't want to call them zombies. And I don't want to call them the living dead. They were just black lanterns. Sometimes those dudes really creep me out. So, uh, but we lost Plastic Man. So, you know, pour out a 40 for Plastic Man. What happened to Plastic Man? Plastic Man uh, got taken down by a Black Lantern in one of the JLA issues. I think he got taken out by Vibe. Black Lantern Vibe, no less. Yes. Hmm. There's a lot of things about Blackest Night I did enjoy. Oh, as a series on a whole, I give it like 8 out of, I'd say 8 out of 10. I, I think the artwork was tops. Hmm. And also seeing uh, Flash as a Blue Lantern. Was uh, Barry Allen as Blue Lantern was really cool. Um, I also liked a lot of the uh, Barry Allen, uh, Hal Jordan, you know, Hal Jordan uh, stick too. I thought that was that, w- that worked really well as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, man, it, it definitely had a lot a lot of high it had definitely had a lot of high points. Um, but uh, and I love the concept. So yeah, I I, re- I dug it. I, I really did. It's no crisis on Infinite Earths, but because um, that's that's just my old school talking. So, uh, but no, I did enjoy it though. Now, 
you see, you would say you would give this an eight out of a ten. I mean, aside from Crisis on Infinite Earths, like what would you say is like the last the last event that uh, would rank higher than this? Um. Well, man, that's a really good question. Once again, I have to go back to my childhood, and you're gonna laugh at me, but um, I have to put Secret Wars up there. Um, I, now I know people are going to say, what is wrong with this fool? How are you going to take a Mattel toy tie-in limited series like Secret Wars and put it over Blackest Night? And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Secret Wars is just pure fun. The one thing about Blackest Night, I, granted, I know Blackest Night is grim and you know, there's got some grit to it. Um, like The thing that like, kind of took me out at times, and it's been like this with a lot of comics, no, no pun intended, but it's just so much darkness and you know comics are you know comics in a lot of aspects for some books are really really dark but at the same time they try to emphasize emphasize in um blackest night like the bright light like at the end like at the end of the book there's a white power battery found in a crater mm-hmm. so you know they try to show you the quote unquote light at the end of the tunnel and how you know brightest day is supposed to come from this but for the most part it's a very you know dark series and there's a lot of gloom behind it, but there's a reason. That's why it's called the Blackest Night. But um, you know, but for like a for a good period of time, we've had a lot of dark books, and so um, I, I still say the, I still say the story is good, but but um, Secret Wars just holds a special place in my heart because it's just it's fun. There's stuff that you would never ever see happen in in a, in a comic book again. Spider Man defeats the freaking X Men all by himself. <laughs> he takes out the X-Men all by himself. That would never happen nowadays. Impossible. If Spidey gets a new costume, um, you know, like Dr. Doom takes on uh, Galactus. Uh, you know, Dr. Doom tries to take on the Beyonder. You get all these supervillains. Magneto's trying to hit on the Wasp, throw his Mac game down. <laughs> there is so much fun stuff. In, in that book, you know, the superheroes get trapped under a mountain and the Hulk is like, you know, like keeping and the Hulk is trying to like keep his cool. So, you know, so he can hold up the mountain and, you know, you got Rhodey as Iron Man and like half the people don't even know it's the black dude as Iron Man in the book. <laughs> um, there, there's so much cool stuff. It's just so much fun. Is it corny? Yes. Is, you know, is it is it cliched in spots? Oh, hell yes. But there's something about it that always makes me smile every single time I ever read it. So um so yeah. So that, that that's why that, that that's why it's up like a notch higher than Blackest Night. Once again, that's not a knock on Blackest Night at all. Um so I I, and I don't want it to come off as that. No, I think I think that's definitely a respectable choice. Oh but thank you. Okay, so we got Jason, we got Sean Pryor and now on the phone now is Corwin Kroll. How you doing Corwin? I'm all right. Hello everybody. Now, now, Sean. Before before we go completely away from uh, from getting updates from you, we got uh, we got a little bit of insight from uh, from Jason. But why don't you give us give us some some clues as to what's going down with Action Lab? All right, cool. This is what's going down. Um, a while ago, um, some great guys, uh, Dave DeWanch, Chad Ciccone, and Sean Gabbard, all independent small press comic book creators, artists, writers, and uh, just all all over, just talented folks. Um, they started to work together to form this uh, powerful entity called Action Lab Entertainment. And what they want to do is they want to, you know, they want to make comics for the direct market, for the digital market, and for niche markets. So, you know, we leave no stone unturned. And they came to me 
asked me if I wanted to be the president of the company and help steer the ship and, uh, you know, help get things in order. And I was kind of, you know, I was real taken, taken, you know, taken back by that because, you know, PKD, we've done some things, you know, we've made some marks, you know, myself and Jason and Chad and, and, you know, and all of us that have, you know, Andrew Charpar and like all the, you know, Daniel J. Logan, all these people, you know, we've made them, you know, we made a little mark. But um, when they asked me to come on uh, to join Action Lab, it was just an offer I really just couldn't refuse. So um, I took it head on and I've been spending a majority of my time trying to uh, get people to donate to the Action Lab Kickstarter project for uh, the first issue of Fracture, which is a three issue limited series coming out next year. Uh, but, what we, but what we're trying to do, the reason why we're trying to raise money is, is to print, publish, and solicit the first issue of Fracture. And on Kickstarter.com, Kickstarter.com, in the search header, if you type Action Lab, and that's two words, Action Lab or Fracture, you'll see our, um, you'll see our fundraiser page for, uh, for the project. We're trying to raise $3,600 to print, publish, and solicit the first issue of Fracture. As of this recording, we're about $1,766 uh, in. And so we need about $1,834 to reach our goal. And we've got until January 14th to raise this money. And if we don't hit $3,600 by then, we receive nothing. <laughs> but uh, it's just pretty much clear cut. We either raise it or we don't receive jack. So um, that has been my goal since coming aboard and starting the uh, fundraiser and and basically, donations start at one dollar, but if you donate ten dollars or more, um, you know you could get some goodies. Uh, say, you know, if you donate ten bucks or more, you could receive copies like a special edition copies of Fracture Issue One, uh, your your name in the in the acknowledgement section of Fracture Number One, original sketches, um, art, paintings, you name it, um, all types of things. And uh, those start with uh, donations of $10 or more. Once again, minimum donations are $1. So if like 2,000 people right now ran to their computers and like donated a buck, we are in like Flint. So, <laughs> um, you know, but no, and in all, in all seriousness, this is something that, one, I'm really serious about. I'm really serious about all the things that Action Lab is trying to do. But um, we really would love to, you know, raise this money so we can get this first issue on the stands. So the whole world can see, you know, what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, I'm just real proud of the guys for, for doing for all the hard work that they're doing. You know, it's not just me. Um, you know, Jason is helping, you know, on the marketing tip. You know, he's hitting up comic book stores in Los Angeles. And I was almost said Los Angeles, about to send him out to Hollywood. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, he's hitting up uh, comic book stores in Las Vegas. He's contacting, like, comic book websites, you know, across the Internet's. Um, you know, telling them about the Kickstarter project if they want to talk about it. So, you know, everybody's on that hustle. And, you know, just because I'm with Action Lab doesn't mean that PKD Media is dead. It's not. It's far from it. Um, it's in the midst of being reorganized and restructured. Um, Jason is manager of operations. Johnny M. from the Legion of Dudes podcast is now serving as publisher. I serve as a consultant. I still do the podcast. Um, Mercury and the Murd is still alive. Um, Agents of Cult is floating through, is floating between PKD and Action Lab Entertainment. And uh, there's something special with XO1 uh, jumping off next year. And we have a new original webcomic debuting next year as well. Um, and like I said, I still do the podcast, PKD Black Box, 
two two time nominated Parsec a Parsec nominee um, in 2010. And um, you know my homeboy Donnie Salvo and Johnny Car- and John Carroll they're doing their things as well. So um, I'm I'm real proud of all the hard work that everybody's put in. Like I said, I'm just here to to you know speak to the masses and try to make them believe that what we have is just as good, if not better, than what anybody else is putting out there. So if you believe, um, and please believe, uh, if you can, please donate. Kickstarter.com search header Action Lab, and there you have it. You you over there talking about two thousand people? All you need is two hundred people to kick out ten dollars. That's that's like that's like two book three books over you know three months. Somebody you know somebody out there reading something they don't like. You can drop a book for three months and come up with ten dollars. See, I like that thinking right there. See, I like that. <laughs> you know, I like do what do what do what he says. Do what he I'm, says. I'm not getting back on the forums until we raise more money. <laughs> Boy, so we can we can do this one of two ways. Either you're really glad I haven't been there. <laughs> and you want to keep that going so you don't donate or you want me back so we'll see some donations come flying Jason you need to stand up right now so that you start intimidating people to give money yeah absolutely now Sean now for people that that may not be familiar with the Kickstarter idea um, since since it's going to be determined you know at the the final date whether or not you get the money then like when people like say, okay, I'm in for 10 bucks, do they get charged the $10 then or on the date that, you know, the, the, the final date? They get charged a couple of days after the final date. So, okay. so, say, so say for instance, if they, if we, like say for instance, if we don't hit our goal, their card never gets hit. Not at all. Okay. But if we, if we reach it, um, if we reach it, they'll receive an email saying that, you know, your card has been charged for blah, blah, blah. And um, and that's it. So um, and like I, I actually donated to a uh, to a Kickstarter project. Uh, somebody was doing a um, a food cart, and I forget what kind of food. I think it was like Lebanese food, and they wanted to have their own mobile food cart. And so like I like I said, okay, I'll chip in like five bucks to this project. Mm-hmm. And so um, and then a couple of days later, after the um, fundraiser ended, I got an email saying that you know your five dollars has been charged. Boom. And that was it. There you go. So everybody's safe for Christmas holidays. They can. They don't have to worry about money for Christmas. No, no, no. They don't have to worry about money for Christmas. Your money is good for Christmas. <laughs> so you know, you got to go get your child that you know that Xbox Connect so they can play that Connect Animals for like five minutes, and then you you get so tired of it, you tell your kids to go outside. Go ahead and cop that. Go ahead. It's all right. I ain't mad. But um, but no. Um, it will not be charged until um, until after January, and like I said, the fundraiser ends January the fourteenth. So, so people got to hurry, basically. Yes, yes. I trust me. I'm on my hustle like Nipsey Russell right now, trying to uh, get people to, uh, to to donate and believe in what we what we're trying to do. There's also a video on on the Kickstarter site for on our Kickstarter uh, page that talks a little bit about fracture. It's got a description be- below the video, so. You know, we we tell you so much about the book and so much that we're trying, you know, so much we're trying to do with it. And I'm going to be posting um, a couple of uh, color preview pages and within the next couple of days as well. Hey, Sean. Yes, sir. Uh, Peep this out. When I was going to because I I, I hit up we're going to have four right now. We have three of our local comic shops here in Vegas uh, participating and they're handing out the, the fracture one sheets that we have. I had printed out a thousand of them. 
to, uh, to have them print out. And as I went to one of the shops and uh, to give them to the guys, he's like, oh, I heard about this. And I was like, huh? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I heard about this on 11 O'Clock Comics, the podcast I listened to. And I'm like, snap, son, that's dope. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm down, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. So I got his picture that's going to be going up on the website pretty soon, <laughs> holding the, the Fracture One sheet. It was just really cool to, to roll up in the, the shop, and then one of the dudes that works there is just like, yeah, I know all about this already. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, see, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. See, like, because, um, like, Jason Wood had told me he was going to, like, you know, shout it out during the show one time. I said, oh, that's cool. I appreciate that. And um, I just, I'm so behind on podcasts because, like, I'm just, like, I'm working. I'm just putting in work right now. But to hear that, that's awesome. So if that, if that yep. gets us, if that gets us like a couple of donations, man, that's fantastic. And then I still got my secret weapon in the works. I'm not telling nobody till it drops, but oh, oh, no problem, no problem. It's working. I, it's in the works. I got it going on. And then once it hits, we it should be pretty cool. Well, that's cool, man. Because right now we need that uh, we need that white power battery that's found in the crater at the last <laughs> issue of Blackest Night. We need that right now, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, guys, we uh, we got somebody else added into the mix now. Dan, you there? Is that Sean Pryor I hear? Yes, sir. I feel, you, like I, ha- I feel like I stumbled into the black box. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> he makes all of us call him boss. It's really funny. No, no. I believe it. <laughs> Stop that, man. I'm sorry. Mr. Sean Pryor. It's the award-winning Sean Pryor. Don't get it twisted, Dan. Stop that, man. The, Stop the, that. the 2010 Spike TV award-winning <laughs> Scream Award. See, see, Corwin, man, they tripping, man. They tripping. <laughs> yes, boss. Sorry, boss. Quit calling me boss. Right. Yes, boss. Don't hit me again, please, boss. Please don't hit me again. He prefers... He prefers his excellency. <laughs> Y'all trip it. Y'all trip Dan, how you been, brother? Hey, not bad. We're we're everybody's been asking about you constantly. You'll have to listen to the beginning of the episode. I and refuse. A little bit before this too, because I made a condition on my coming back to the forums. Oh Jesus. Alright. <laughs> no, it's it's good to hear your voice. This is for the last, like, six months, the only contact I've had with Jason is every two days when he t- texts me pictures of his latest toy purchase. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't buy all those toys. I just show you guys stuff I'm seeing. So if you guys want me to pick it up for you, I can do that. Sure now, you granted, do. No, no, no. <laughs> I, do, I do have two Mongols. I do have two. I had one. I had to buy another one so that I can get him out of the box. Because he's fi- I was telling them earlier, he's fighting Kilowog, my Build-A-Figure. <laughs> That's nice. You're actually taking figures out of the box. That's a big step. Well, because I buy two. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, in the box. Oh my god. See, after I saw Toy Story three, I felt really, really bad for all my toys. I almost came home and opened the box so they could play with each other. But oh, I decided, god. Ah, no, I'm not that. no, dude, you have zombies and supervillains in there. They kill you. <laughs> that's true. Oh man, that's okay. So, I got off Prime out here and. I got the, oh. the rest of the Lantern Corps. The Hal Jordans can fight over who's really real. <laughs> now, Jason, Jason, you're you're collecting the the Green Lantern classic figures, also, right? No, oh. I'm gonna get well. The one I'm gonna I need to get the build a figure for Arkillo. right? And any Sinestro Corps member, I'm gonna get two of one to have out of the box and one to keep in the box. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you must have uh, Carousel and uh, Romat Rue, right? 
No. <laughs> Rub it in a little bit more because we've had this conversation before via text message. No. I know. <laughs> no. Way to bring me down. Thanks, Jim. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just going to look at all of my Blackest Night figures that I have because I have every single one of them. Okay, I feel better now. Wow. <laughs> uh, now, now, do you have, like, an empty space for Robat Roo and Carousel, like, in case it ever happened? If it ever happens, I and don't tell nobody, shh, I'll take down my uh, one-six scale Joker from The Dark Knight. Oh yeah, that's saying a lot. <laughs> I feel like if we looked in Jason's wallet, we would see one picture of his kids and like <laughs> a whole sleeve of connected pictures of his toy collection. <laughs> the funniest thing is I don't even have a fifth of my toys out, not even anywhere close. I have so many toys that are just boxed up. Because I had to put, I moved all my Mighty Mugs. I had all the Mighty Mugs stacked up. I had every Star Wars and Transformers Mighty Mug that they come out with. And then wow. once I started going with the Blackest Night, yeah, that's like almost 60 Mighty Mugs. Once I started going with the Blackest Night, I had to, to remove everything else. Because I got them hanging on the wall now. I have them on a shelf. They're, they're everywhere. You need to start a museum. Yes. Charging people. <laughs> I can be the bouncer at the door. <laughs> don't touch anything oh yeah please don't make me go all red on your ass how, how does your wife deal with all of that um I have designated spots <laughs> that I rotate my action figures through my computer desk we have a computer desk upstairs and in the hallway and that's been designated as one of my spots in the kitchen go ahead and tell Lauren this Jim yeah. in the kitchen <laughs> I have my statues above all of our uh, all of our cabinets. <laughs> so I have all the gentle giant busts from Transformers. Wow. I have all the Justice League action, or Justice League uh, maquettes. I have um, the one six Darth Maul, the one six Darth Vader, who's Darth Vader's wearing a sombrero. He was on vacation. Yes. <laughs> um, I have quite a few Batman Batman ones up, and then also hanging up, I have all of the McQuarrie Star Wars. Action figures that have come out. Oh yeah. On my computer desk, I have Blaster and Soundwave, but and I have the the one to six Sinestro. Then I have the Justice League Sinestro, and I have the uh, Amigo doll. I mean, the Amigo action figure. Excuse me. Don't ever ever let anybody hear me say that. <laughs> Amigo action figure. Christian, you're grounded. Here, don't worry. No, no, that, that was Christian. He said doll, so he's grounded. Um, <laughs> so, it's the Amigo action figure. And then I have a 15th anniversary Optimus Prime from Japan. And then I have the Lucas Collector set with uh, him and his son and two daughters that were in the movies. Oh, yes. And I got a little Devastator, mini Devastator. I just got stuff everywhere. And Jason, Jason. Yep. You said you have the whole set of Transformer busts? The, the Gentle Giant ones. Now... My, my my thought on on like you know anything that's transformers like a bust or like those little tiny uh, the little action figures for kids I I think it's it's like it goes completely against the idea of transformers to put out transformer merchandise that does not transform. Okay, but when you look at that and you see Devastator chilling like twice as big as any of the other transformer busts, it's badass. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Come to Vegas. I'll show you. 
<laughs> I will. I'll come to Vegas just to see. Absolutely. <laughs> Devastator chilling. You come to Vegas, I'll even bust out all of my boxes of toys. Oh god. Oh, oh snap. Yeah, that's. Whew, I have from Batman the animated series in the '90s. I have one of each. I, I think we've already talked about this. I have one of each figure, except uh, Nightwing. I, I was getting to that point. <laughs> you know what? He found it in his toy box, and he has it on display to mock me. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, he has it on display to mock me. He has it in like the forefront of a, of a collection. I'm just like, oh, I'm stealing that one back. <laughs> Jason, do you have the uh, from the the Batman the animated series the the Batgirl in like that Arctic costume? No, I went with the original costumes. I, I when I was one of each figure, not everyone that came out with that. Like I didn't like the Jungle Batman and the all those kind of weird ones. I got one of each one in the in the, their normal costumes. Well, I don't think that. Well, this was the first Batgirl figure that they made. They didn't have like an actual Batgirl costume until like way after this. I'd have to check it. That stuff I haven't even seen in probably ten years. Okay, because I, I I came across one the other day and. Uh, I, I have no need for it in my collection, so if, cool. you, if you do need it, let me know. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was simple. <laughs> yeah. But I, I have, like, the, the first Batcave that came out, was, which had the first Alfred ever made. Um, I have all the vehicles, the Bat ATV, all that stuff. Wait, you got the Bat ATV? Yes, sir. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, so felt I, for this, I, I, I fell for that once, sir, and I lost a Nightwing forever. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let me, t- let me tell you something real quick. See, because, like, I was like you. I used to have, like, boxes upon boxes of figures and stuff, and I really have condensed the collection down over the years. And I remember one day, there used to be this um, department store. They're long gone, and it, and it wasn't national, but they were called Hills. And at Hills one time, me and a friend of mine, we were uh, just doing some Christmas shopping. And we walked through the aisles and we go through the toy section because this is when layaway was just the shit. I don't care what anybody says. Layaway is the greatest thing in the world. And yeah. especially like in like right now, if I was like if I was like all these department stores, I would just build like a zone for layaway, period. Because they would make a killing. Anyway, we were walking through the aisles and Batman the animated series was real big at the time. And the and that Mask of the Phantasm movie came out. So we're walking through the aisles, and out the corner of my eye, I see a Phantasm action figure. And you actually see that it's, you know, it's a woman. I had no idea. I'm like, yeah. well, this is kind of cool. Well, before like, I, see it out the cor- I see it out the corner of my eye, but before I can even say something to like, my friend Kevin, my friend Kevin like, just ninja grabs it. <laughs> and i'm like wait a minute hold up i was like i was gonna cop that he's like no 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 he's like i got this one first I was like all right all right so like i start like looking through and i find one in the back and like like it's like one of the last figures and like in the back of a row in a row of a row and i grab mine i'm like okay we cool man i held on to that thing forever i think i got rid of it last year for 25 bucks i still got one <laughs> and i also have uh all of the uh, Batman Beyond action figures that came out. Nice. Now, those are real hard mm-hmm. to find now. Yep. Very hard. Did you get the DC Classics, uh, you know, the Batman Beyond figure from that one? No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't get that one. Ah, oh, man. I, like, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't going to, and then I was at a supermarket, and I saw that they had the variant where, like, he had the mask off. Right. 
And I'm like, yeah, I got to get that. That's too cool. <laughs> yeah. Just so everybody knows, sometime after Christmas, I'm going to be heading over to Jim's house to get that Sinestro Corps lantern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, it was just uh, pushed back till February. Oh, no way. I got to wait till after Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> they actually yeah. they did a Batman Beyond. Uh, I forget what it was probably like a Superman Batman thing in the based off the Ed McGinnis artwork. And it's, it's that's the only line I like kind of collect of action figures because I just I really like how his style translates into figures because he it looks like it should it, it's, it's hard to explain like his style looks like it should be the basis for toys and cartoons and stuff. Now, whether or not that works for every character is a different story completely. But yeah, and and like seeing a Batman by him that's like really bulky like that is kind of weird. But at the same time, the the Batman Beyond suit is so like minimalistic. It looks like it looks just cartoony enough to fit with the kind of like overinflated body type of his. And of course, that's the one figure of his I can never find anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 particular figure like. That I think that might have been the first. Well, aside from the actual like you know toy line that came out, like that was the first uh, like Batman Beyond figure that was in like a mainstream like you know DC toy line like that. Right. And I saw that, and it was like I wanted a Batman Beyond figure, but it was just so contrary to everything that I had seen in the 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 cartoon like you know in the cartoon he's like so slender and sleek as opposed to like big and bulky yeah the bruce tim style is is very kind of it's kind of night and day with the way ed mcginnis draws stuff yeah yeah i couldn't justify it jason probably has one <laughs> yes no i need to go and look all my stuff i need to go open some boxes now you guys got me all wanting to reminisce <laughs> now corwin mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's been like uh what a couple of months since since you've been on the cast yeah, it's been a little bit. How you been doing? I've been doing pretty good. Uh, actually, starting to take some classes again, trying to get these computer certs. So my late nights have been taken up. That's why I'm kind of late getting here tonight to um, big cram session for this certification test. But you know, been been okay. I've uh, I've gotten together with uh, Will over on the Avengers Assemble crew, so we kind of uh, recorded an episode that we're gonna be. Putting out soon once we get this RSS feed thing fixed in iTunes, but uh, the website is going, um, I don't even know it by heart, but uh, you guys can check the Avengers Assemble forum for it. So we got one episode out, and I'm still doing my Merc report over on Cultural Wormhole, so, you know, talking about the Deadpool books, which, thank goodness, they're starting to cut back on, but, you know, <laughs> maintaining reading comics, uh, being a dad, and this this little boy of mine is just something special. He's going to be four, but he's, like, going on 30. <laughs> that's funny because i'm 34 going on four <laughs> you know how it is when they start telling you things to do and what you shouldn't be doing shouldn't be saying and stuff oh, oh yeah it yeah. don't stop just so you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, that website is avengers assemble podcast dot dot com there you go it's that libsyn thing that always throws me off that's l-i-b-s-y-n for anybody wondering that first episode is out, and we, we kind of jump into the hero gauge with all the relaunches of the big three books. So, you know, that Avengers fix is out there for you people now. We know it's taken a while to get it together. <laughs> now, I, I have not actually been reading the uh, the Avengers comics, like, lately. Like, if I listen to this podcast, does it kind of catch you up a bit? 
Yes, it's the first story arcs for New Avengers, Avengers, and Secret Avengers. So the big three books to get you caught up. Um, next episode will be some of the smaller titles, the Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man. So we're kind of cramming the first story arcs so we can get everybody up to date. And then we'll probably do it monthly talking about each, you know, one issue of, per title. So it's cram time, basically. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, this is like, it's been in the making over maybe two months. We've had like three episodes we recorded and like we only could end up using the last one with all the different things we've been going through so it's lots of fun you'll hear it there's three of us on there i'm not even going to mention the third member yet but check it out it's it's a real fun episode damn i was gonna say something i completely forgot once you drink a little bit you'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) what about you man episodes ever (laughs) really drunk jim was fucking hilarious (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty great oh I don't even like drunk people, and that was pretty great. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't drink, but that was fucking funny. <laughs> Sorry for all the F-bombs, but I can't help it. That's how I express myself when I get that excited. It's, fu- <laughs> it's fucking all right. <laughs> um, yeah, Corwin was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll have a drink, too, you know. It's <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I just downed an entire bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh no, my my hard drinking days are behind me. I can't I can't handle it anymore. I'm old. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't handle it either. <laughs> Obviously, you learned your lesson now. That was so fun. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jim. You want to do that again? I'll even drink with you. Oh, oh. I, oh I, my. There's no way. There is no way that I could ever do that again. <laughs> That's why I said that. <laughs> You need to be in the same room at the same time. That's what it needs to be. It needs to be a group recording. Super show. (laughs) There you go. What about you, Dana? We know you've been pretty busy trying to get back on the ball with your comic stuff. Yeah, I've been... Whoa, things just got quiet. Hello? Oh, we're we're all here. We're all here chilling. I just muted my, muted my, uh, my mic. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, background noise was gone. I was like, oh, am I still on? Okay. <laughs> um, we all left. Nobody's listening. <laughs> they all hate me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've I've been trying to, like, refocus my myself and my efforts towards, like, making comics again. Because I'd really just, I just fell out of it, as I tend to every now and then. And you, you forget how much how much time, energy, and work, and just mental strain goes into it. And that's before you even start to draw anything, you know. But I over the last couple of months, I've just been, I've been kind of paring it down and trying to get back to just it being fun to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like, keep it all together. Keep it as, as the, the mental exercise and the storytelling that it is. But also, like, keep it fun so that, I don't get a couple months into it and never want to look at it ever again. <laughs> Which happens more often than it should, but... <laughs> Every day. Every single day. <laughs> no, no. It's still good. It's still good. I'm I'm, I'm not going to, like... like I don't want to talk about any of the specific stories I'm doing yet, just because I feel like if I do that, then I'm going to end up not not finishing them. So, you know... Not a problem, not a problem. We've just kind of missed you on the airwaves, you know. You, you pop up to talk about some Emerald Warriors, and then you disappear into the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I I'm... miss you, Dan. Aww. I do, I really do. 
You shouldn't I, talk. Everybody's been wondering where you've been hiding, Jason. You're wondering <laughs> if, you were, if you were kidnapped or, or what was going on with you. Every time your son pops up on the forum, somebody, probably Chad, is like, where's your dad? Where did he go? If you guys want me back, you know what you have to do. I don't know. Now you have to go to kickstarter.com. And then type Action Lab in the in, in the search header and donate at least a minimum of one dollar. Um we'll we, 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 we or ten dollars and uh Jason Jason will more than happily come back. <laughs> it's, a, it's an experiment, Dan. If they want me back, they donate. If they don't want me back and they think it's better without me, they don't. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you know, you know, what, Jason, you need to start going around with with your title, with your award-winning title, so so you can put some importance on bringing you back. There we go. I'm an award-winning. I'm a marketing director. I'm a manager of operations and the head of loss prevention. Awesome. Uh, Sean. Yes. Um, well, Sean and Jason actually. PKD uh, also has a, a line of novels. As as a matter of fact, yes, uh, we do. We got a couple. Um, we have um, Mercury and the Murd Volume One, um, which is called Collateral Damages. It's every Mercury and the Murd story that's ever been made to date. Um, that we have that right now. I think it's like about 132 pages worth of buddy cop action and comedy. And we are working on Volume Two right now. Volume Two will have three stories, um, plotted by me, but written by Mike M. Bowden from Fist of Justice. And um, Fist of Justice is a comic, a Spiro comic that had been out in the direct market for, for a couple of years. And um, you see it in a couple of digital spots. But um, Mike and I are collaborating on Mercury and the Murd now. It's kind of like the, um, what, what's that thing? Like, like with a lot of writers nowadays, you have those uh, pairs like uh, Abnett and Lanning and uh, Diggle and Johnston. I'm going granted, we're not there yet, but <laughs> it's, you know, you know, you know we're, we're not getting those fat checks yet, but. I like collaborating with Mike. He's a really good dude, and he's been able to pull things out of the characters that, you know, that I I wasn't able to do, um, in my time writing the book because I just had my hands tied up in so many other things. So he's so, doing a really great job. So he's your VP. Yeah, he's my VP. Yes, he is my he is my VP. Um, Mike is real important to Mercury and the Murder right now. So um, yeah, so like we got that in the works. It's got a new artist, um, because uh, Chad Ciccone's now working for Action Lab. For fract with a uh, fracture, um, the new artist is uh, Ryan Miller and uh, Justin Stewart will be will be providing inks for some of Ryan's pencils, and we're, you know we got a fresh cover by um, you know nominated Eisner nominee uh, uh, Steve Bryant and June Bob Kim, so uh, you know looking forward to that and um, oh that which reminds me I got to get hold of Mike Schwartz because he said he would do some covers for it. Um, some interior covers for the book. So, uh, yeah, that's we're planning to release that at Super Show. As long as everybody is able to do their job and get it out on time, we're good to go. And then we got some exciting stuff going on uh, the latter half of next year. Yes, yes, we do. With uh, PKD Media. Oh, yeah. Corwin got dropped. Oh, oh, there he is. He's back. He's back. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. Corwin, you messed Corwin. everything up. What did you do? This was the worst <laughs> episode ever. <laughs> Gosh, Corwin, come on! Oh man, <laughs> Step up my the game. bad. 
I don't Sean know what's wrong with the network on, today. I mean, the boss gets on and you get all discombobulated. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, man. He's too cool for my router. He's just melting. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, it's that Billy D voice. Oh, Billy it's D. that Billy D voice. You're just melting her, man. You're melting her in your hands. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Hello, <laughs> what have we here? Sorry. <laughs> I had, had to do that one time. I had to do that. You guys, do the, the truly uh, uh, belong among the clouds with us up here. Oh, how does that line go? It's like, uh, it's like you tr- uh, see, I can never do that because like, I always stumble over that. Like, okay. when he says, you, you truly belong with us amongst the clouds or something like that. I always stumble right. over that line. But, um, <laughs> like, what's that other line? How you doing, Chewbacca? And he just like says it all smooth, like, you know. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They told me they fixed it. It's not my fault. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sad. I still say you and Adam Murdo need to get together and do a like a short Mercury in the Murd audio drama. That would be cool. That um, would be fresh. You know, if, if we ever had the free time to do it, I'd freaking love it. Coming uh, in 2011 to pkdmedia.com. You know what? You know what? <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody knows about Mercury in the Murd. Everybody listening to CGS, we know about it. Huh? What was the genesis that started Mercury in the Murd? What was the spark? Um. What started it was was that one day I was at Pittsburgh Comic Con and this was before I you know was going to do comics. Um, I was up there and I was up there because they talked about that show. CGS talked about that show so much that um, I said, you know what, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a convention. I had been to a convention in ages, probably like since I was a teenager. And and I can't even call those conventions. Those were just shows that were just like in hotels with a bunch of vendors. <laughs> And so I go to the show and I meet the CGS guys and like I and like I meet a couple of creators and stuff, get a couple of sketches, buy a shitload of books, some I still haven't fucking read yet. Pardon my <laughs> um, because you just get busy and you put stuff away and it's just like where where all those Micronauts books go? Damn it, I put them away. Um, but I remember talking to the CGS guys and I said, you know what? I said, I'm, I said I'll tell you what, I'm coming back here to the Pittsburgh Comic Con. I'm coming back here and I'm going to have a book. At this show, and I will have a table. And they're like, "All right, well, cool." And then I left the show, and I'm driving back. And I'm like, "What did I just tell them?" <laughs> and and so after doing that, after doing that, I just really started to slowly think. I'm like, well, "What am I going to do?" And um, I was watching a, a show on Fox that got canceled because, as we all know, shows that you like on Fox get canceled with quickness. Um, like my wife. <laughs> and um, the show was called Kville. And it had Anthony Anderson and um, I think Cole Hauser or Wingshauser or one of those dudes that looked like Cole Hauser or Wingshauser. And, <laughs> um, and it, was a, a, it, was a, it was a cop drama set in, uh, you know, post-Katrina, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a buddy cop comedy. You know, I want to do a buddy cop comedy, but I want to do like Kville for geeks. And so that's how Mercury and the Murder came to be. And um, we just started fooling around with it. I asked Chad if he wanted to do a couple stories. Um, and, you know, I got various artists like, you know, uh, Martheus Wade and, and Flint Lockjaw and Dave DeWanch, you know, to help out with it. And it really just grew into something, you know, it really grew into something of its own. And, you know, and, it, and it's, it's just really cool, man. It, it really is. And I, I love it. And, you know, I'm happy that it's still going to keep going. Because, you know, one of my biggest things, I love Action Lab. I love doing all this stuff because, like, you know, we're getting more people exposed to comic books. We're getting, you know, 
a major push for like so many things, so many things I can't even talk about right now. And I'm really just so stoked for, but you know, I'm just like, I like the fact that PKD media is not dying and Mercury and the Murder is not dying. And as a matter of fact, I really think it's in a better place, but, um, but as long as that book comes out by Super Show, I'm happy. You see me at Super Show without okay. a Mercury and the Murder book, we ha- and we have everything else from Action Lab. Oh, Sean's going to be a little salty. And Jason's <laughs> going to have two black eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Sean can't reach your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, so, but no, I'm, 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 real, I'm real happy about it. And we also have a, uh, I know PKD is also going to have like a one-shot superhero anthology comic coming out next year, too. And that's almost all the coloring for that's almost done. It's I'm real excited about that. I'm going to send that off to a letterer next month. And actually, I'll be talking with uh, Johnny M and Jason about that real soon, too. So there's a lot going on. There really is. And I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. man. And it all started just because I went to a comic book convention and opened up my big mouth. Well, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you found your dream. I'm glad you found your dream, man. You sound, you sound happy. You don't sound like you sleep much, but you sound really happy. No, I don't sleep much, and my wife doesn't see me much either. So, like, you know, she's like, you, you better hurry up and get famous off this shit. So, <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm tired of working. You better, you better, you better pull in some money. She was like, you, you, it's like, she's like, you better disappear for a reason. <laughs> so, the less you see each other, the happier the marriage. See? <laughs> oh, famous words. Just kidding. By, by Jason Gray. <laughs> Um, but no, man, um, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it is hard. Um, you know, you try to balance that nine to five with a marriage plus do the comics plus have a life of your own. It's, it's really, it can be real difficult. And that's something I'm still trying to learn how to balance out. And, you know, and I, and I will say that I have not succeeded at. So, um, you don't have kids, don't have kids. Not, not, not until you hit it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, that's, that's something. Kids are made. You hit it, then you get kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jason is on a roll, ladies and gentlemen. He's been soaring this up. He hasn't been around for so long. He has to get it out. <laughs> right. That's how you get kids too. Oh, See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the this is the big seventy fifth, right? This is the first half of the big 75th. Ah, the first half. Okay. Some sort of craziness is also planned for tomorrow. Nice. We're doing this again tomorrow? (laughs) You're not. Good. (laughs) I gotta work till midnight tomorrow. Leave me alone. (laughs) Seriously. Now, schedules and whatnot, this is is, is the first batch, and then... uh... Please tell me we're getting drunk Lauren tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> oh lord no. I don't think we can handle her sober <laughs> oh man Goodness. that would be the best episode ever drunk Jim and drunk Lauren well, on the who, else, cast. who else does he have left to pull from he's got Lauren, Chad and Howard Chaikin that's all that's gonna be tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> with a special appearance from Reverend Jim from Taxi <laughs> nice Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I tried to get some big names, but, uh... We have Sean Pryor. Come on. Well, I mean, I meant for tomorrow. Oh, right. Obviously, we have Sean Pryor for tonight. Yeah. See, <laughs> you know, like, right now, you know, right now, we playing triple-A ball. I'm not, my feelings ain't hurt. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm going to be in the majors one day. We all going to be in the majors one day. But right now, it's all right. 
I'll back clean up in AAA from you know for Paul Tuckett or wherever. You know, I'm 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 hanging in there. I'm hanging. I'm proud. So uh. <laughs> I'm getting one lined up for the beginning of the year. Oh, nice. And I'm not telling who. Uh, <laughs> you, you have no idea how hard I tried to get one of those press things, the the press packets from Warner. Oh, oh, from the movie. Or... Yeah, I tried real hard to get that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would kill someone for that ring. Got it. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted. Like, hey, Jim, look what I got. Come and get me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jim... for that six. You feel lucky, punk? Do you? <laughs> Somebody I'm pretty giving up Nightwing really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure up. everyone on this call just wants to rob your house already, so you're just sweetening the deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up that Batman ATV on eBay right now. <laughs> Jason, I may not be able to take you on, but me, Sean, Dan, and Corwin, maybe. <laughs> Pack lunch and bring more friends. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is Lauren. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, you've got the secret weapon. Kristoff <laughs> on the uh, on uh, Facebook, he he posted he made a a ring that's like very very similar to the movie ring that oh, they cool. that they were giving out. It's uh, like the the green on the front. Um, it's just like one solid green as opposed to like that like green and black you know, kind of amazing awesomeness that I want so badly. Um, but no, his his version came out really cool, and he threw it up on eBay, too. He did a yellow one, too. Yeah, yeah. That one looks really nice. Yeah, he's actually, he's now he's got a Facebook page for his, uh, all his rings. We'll, we'll have to post that also. Anybody else got anything else that uh, they want to talk about? I need to give a shout-out to Earth G. Billy on the CGS forums. For the Secret Santa, or the not-so-Secret Santa thing. Um, <laughs> Which one did you get? Earth G. Billy got me, and then I got uh, Pete's Drag, something like that. Uh, I what, gotta get his... what, uh, what, what sketch did... Uh, oh, what sketch did he get me? I got uh, Doctor Doom as a Sinestro Corps member. Oh, it's that was for you. Yeah, it is badass. Yeah, he posted that on the forums. He posted in the, uh, the uh, Green Lantern art uh, thread. I guess if I'd go on the forums, I'd have seen that, huh? <laughs> so if you want me on the forums, you only need two. Sean Q. <laughs> uh, Kickstarter.com. Search header. Type in Action Lab, two words, or Fracture, and go at it. <laughs> and that's how kids are come from. <laughs> uh, I can't do it as good as Jason, but I could try. <laughs> Just go up everything you got and then hit it. God. Front to back, side to side. <laughs> uh, just type in the box and press enter. There you go. I know, uh, gentlemen. Did you say and, enter the box? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> I thought we were talking about kids still. My bad. Oh no, it's all right, man. No, gentlemen, and all Christian, serious, stop this. listening. Stop listening, <laughs> Christian, right now. Stop listening. Sean, you got to cut out. Yeah, I got to cut out. I got to get ready for. Um, I have two days. Including tomorrow, uh, two days left of my work at my regular job before I start my new job. So, I got a lot of stuff I got to close out, and um, and so I got a lot of computers that need fixing before I leave. But, um, so yeah, I, I wanted to say thank you, um, thank you guys for having me on the show, and um, I really do appreciate it. 
it, it really means a lot. Um, thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the props. Um, you know, Jason, um, thank you for like everything you've done for me this year, man. It's been absolutely positively incredible. And um, I look forward to continuing working with you, brother. Um, you know, number love. Um, actually, that actually there is a uh, Christmas package that should be sent hopefully within the next day or two um, from mycomicshop.com. I can't tell you what it is. You'll just have to <laughs> see it on your own. Um, it's just my it's, it's just my little way of saying thank you. It ain't much, but um, it's, it's my way of saying thank you. Um, Sean, I heart you. You complete me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, fam. I appreciate that. Aww. No, um, Corwin, it's really nice uh, meeting you. T- meeting you on this call, man. Um, oh, definitely. And uh, and Dan, you keep hustling. You keep working on these comics. You keep doing your thing, Jim. Um, only drink when necessary. <laughs> And um, but no, you guys are wonderful. Um, I can't say thanks enough for everything that you guys do. Um, you know, not just for you know helping a brother out, but also just for what you do for podcasting and for Green Lantern fans in general. And um, before I leave, Kickstarter.com search header <laughs> action lab or fracture. Please donate if you love superhero comics. This one is right up your alley. Watch the video. Read read the description below. I promise you. It's not a joke. We're dead serious about it. Um, and if you want to know more about some of the other books that we're going to try to do for Action Lab, go to actionlabcomics.com to get more about Action Lab Entertainment. Actionlabcomics.com. And if you want to know what PKD does, uh, go to pkdmedia.com. And there you have it. Awesome. Sean, thank if you. If you don't very know, much. now you know. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on, and uh, we're going to post some links in the uh, the show notes also. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Hey, listen, y'all take care. Have a great night. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And if you cel- celebrate Kwanzaa, remember, wear the dashiki on day two. <laughs> <laughs> I always get the wrong day. <laughs> There's more than one day of Kwanzaa? Yes, Kwanzaa is a week long, if, if memory serves me right. Yes, so brothers and sisters, you all get presents all week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Good night, Sean. Night, Sean. Good night. Did I ever tell you about the gloves I have in my glove box in my car, in my truck? How bloody are they? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. They have have Kevlar knuckles. Why? In case you don't want to break their jaw, you just want to shatter it. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, less, less evidence on your knuckles when uh, the police come asking around. I've only killed one person and it was an accident. We haven't told that story, huh? Or did we? I think I've heard it. I don't know if it was on the air. Yeah, no, uh, I, I've heard it too. Yeah, it might have been on the air. I don't know. No, because I haven't heard it, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> if we, you we... want me to tell the story... Oh, man, you're the cue. Dang! Wait, wait. Um, we'd have to ask Chad. Chad would know whether or not you told the story online. Right. That's true. He's on his, like, third or fourth pass through our episode archive. <laughs> oh, Lord. Chad, Chad knows our episodes better than we know our episodes. I don't right? know our episodes at all. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We have episodes? <laughs> that was the first one, I think. Okay. Oh, Jason, I think you've had episodes before. Oh, I've had plenty of episodes, trust me. <laughs> I've gone through the whole spectrum of the rainbow. <laughs> Oh, man. And then he bought a bitch in Optimus Prime and made everything better. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm, I don't really want to get into too much lantern talk because I don't know what you're saving for uh, future episodes. But have you heard about uh, what's going on with uh, Ryan Reynolds? What? Oh, and uh, and Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, yeah. What they're separate. They're separating. She's on the market. Sweet. <laughs> she's, she's on the market. Exactly. Gotta go. Gotta go, guys. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so sad. She's so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little sad. So, Damn Green Lantern and Black Widow are getting divorced. Being oh. uh, Black Widow and Deadpool. Oh, that too. Yeah. Keep oh, it Black Widow, Hannibal King. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hannibal King, Blade Trinity. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> was I the only person that saw Blade Trinity? I saw. I saw. Part. I saw parts of it. I don't know. I didn't know his character had a name. I thought he was just the other guy from Blade Trinity. Nice. <laughs> I saw the coming attractions for it. Sweet. Well, this is the big seventy-fifth. I mean, what, 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 what plans? What, what plans do you have? What, what's you know these seventy-five episodes? I mean, what have what have you guys learned? What have you guys loved about doing this Lantern cast? I mean, this is a pre- This is an appreciation episode. This is an anniversary. We're supposed to be celebrating. Isn't it funny how fifty was a super show and seventy-five is Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. No. And uh, <laughs> and basically for all the the big big number episodes. We don't actually talk about Green Lantern too much. We just we just talk, shoot the breeze. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Pretty much. I, I figure every every twenty five episodes we deserve it. <laughs> Didn't you do that like two episodes ago? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, you. <laughs> uh... Love that episode. That was, I think that was the best complete episode we've done. I say we, <laughs> even though I wasn't on it. You're taking credit for it unduly. Well, you know, anytime Lauren pops up, it's always a, a, a entertaining episode. It is. Why the hell isn't she in on this conference call? What the yeah, hell? I love Lauren on here. Oh. She has more fans than we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. You came in on the wrong night. It's all good. We know she'll be back. Oh, yeah. There's no Jasonites. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you were on the forum, kickstarter.com. <laughs> uh, Jason, you know there's this contest going on? Yes. Both of them. I know about both of them. Do you plan on entering either of them? If people go to kickstarter.com. <laughs> God. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I'll throw my hat in. I got to the end of the year. There you go. I still listen. <laughs> I still exist. I'm here. Oh, man. And that would be pretty funny if we just started acting like, it's like, well, Jason doesn't go on the forums anymore, so we can talk about him on air, and he'll never hear. <laughs> yeah, and... never. I'll find you a super show, brother. We'll, I will we'll, find you a super show. We'll never be able to go to super show again. He'll just murder us. He'll, like, he'll pick me up by like the collarbone and just rip me in half long ways. <laughs> <laughs> of the century, yes. Oh man! Oh, you coming God. to Super Show, Corwin? Uh not next year. Maybe the year after. I gotta, I gotta get that funds together first. Ah, uh, you and Chad, jeez. Oh, I'm bringing the boy with me this year or next year. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, he's coming. Yeah, nice. 
Corwin, you and yep. you and Chad are both going to want to get to uh, Super Show, like you know, definitely by the uh, the year 2012, because uh, I don't know. After that, time may end. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn Mayans. Exactly. It's it's this house this wife is pushing for. We we find a house we really mm-hmm. like, so we really need to get ourselves together financially. So. I I can't uh, swing the comic book money to the airplane ticket yet, but definitely 2012. I can I should be able to swing that one. Corey, just do it behind her back. She'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like hiding a statue in a garage. She'll never, know. <laughs> She'll never find it. <laughs> uh, come on, I don't come home on I don't five two. I don't come home Friday or Saturday, and she won't wonder where I'm at at all. No. No. <laughs> Corwin, you should carpool with Chad. Florida's close to Texas, right? <laughs> Corwin, sell blood. I'm sure you can find plenty of victims. Yeah. <laughs> <Plasma>. <laughs> I'll come home. My, my binds will be ashes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you sleep on the floor in my hotel room. <laughs> oh, I, think, I think getting up there is the biggest problem. <laughs> Hike. Hike. I'll start walking from now and I'll reach there just in time. Uh, start Jason. a kickstarter program. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there. yeah. And then don't go on the forums. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll learn them. <laughs> God, God. Jason, are you going to stay in the days in again with the showers that go up to your navel? Or... <laughs> no, no, I, I got... Um... I might go for one day because I, I got my hotel reservation for the Crown Plaza. And for Friday and Saturday, it's 85 bucks. But for Thursday, because it's not with the, the comic discount, it's 165 mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to pay the same for one day as I would for the other two together. So I'm thinking about just checking to see how much it is at the day's end for the Thursday. I think we probably went over this when uh, we were talking about our Washington, D.C. trip. But... Uh... We went on Priceline, and we got, like, a four-star hotel for, like, an amazing price in Washington, D.C. I mean, like, so, uh, I don't know, like, I hadn't actually thought about it until now, you know, that you're, you're saying how much it's going to cost. Right. That, that might definitely be something worth looking into. Yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah. is it the same weekend as a jazz festival again? <laughs> I don't know. I think there is something going on that weekend, but I don't remember what. The knee jerk is to say an alpaca show, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> that was like two years ago. Whatever. There, there can't be more than one alpaca show. Come on. Uh, Can I say something completely off topic? Absolutely. Yes. I'm looking at my Blackest Night figures, and I'm looking at the <laughs> Blackest Night Batman. God, that fucking sucks. Why do you own it? Because I have all the other ones. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. What's so wrong with it? It's, it's a it's horrible costume. costume design. Costume oh. Don't yeah. you remember the episode where the design. costume design made me sad? Yes. Yeah, they put a sticker in his chest, and that's it. <laughs> well, what you got? Like, you, you heard me talk about it on yeah. uh, the New York Comic Con episode. Yep, I did. I talked to Joe Prado about it. Like, he came up with a better design, and they're like, no, no. Keep that one quiet. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want people to find out about that one. Because it was a, such a much better design. Was it in the, the director's cut of Blackest Night? I don't. I don't think that was in the director's cut. I'm not sure, but I don't think that made it in. I think he uh, he just put that in his sketchbook. I mean, there's some badass figures in the line, but Batman, that's my favorite character. It just looks like crap. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Like I'll I own 
the Green Lantern Batman. I I was able to get a, a huh? Stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to get the Sinestro Corps Batman for seven fifty. Thank you, Kate Ward. Um, and when the White Lantern Batman comes out, I'll be getting that one too. Ah, uh, what stupid! That's just as bad as the Black Lantern Batman. No, because it's actually Batman. <laughs> Listen. You, <laughs> you can come up. They, uh, it's exactly as bad as the Blackest Night Batman. It makes they went one, it makes it, as much sense as the other one. Green Lantern Batman had the ring on for a grand total of like three minutes. Green Lantern Batman had a different costume. White Lantern Batman is Black Lantern Batman except painted white. Well, that's completely different, Dan. Oh yeah, but before, it's man. you see, it's actually like. But no, White Lantern Batman is Mark Miller's nemesis. That's what you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't disagree with that. But that that White Lantern is Batman. It's actually the real Bruce Wayne. Like that's why I can't get the black like regardless of the costume, if the Black Lantern Batman was actually Batman, I would get it. But it's not Batman. It's like, you know, some Mindless clone zombie. But you didn't know that at the time. I knew. Hey Jim, I love you, dog, but um, they're not real. <laughs> no, no, I've seen Adam West in person. He's real. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, old chum. Yeah. He's such a mean guy. <laughs> have, you, have you guys heard there's actually a new Batman TV series coming? Live action TV series? What? What? <laughs> yeah. Does it star yeah. Adam West? No, no, no. It's new stuff. Um, Does it star Jason Grice? <laughs> I don't it think Batman's now. meant to be that tall. <laughs> there you go, Jason. How tall is Batman? Six foot two. How much does he weigh? Uh, 180. That's kind of light for somebody that's six two. I think he weighs 180. I might be wrong on that. Maybe 210. Why would, why would you know that? Because <laughs> Batman's his favorite character. Yeah. Jeez. It's like that's like asking me the height and weight of my favorite cat. I don't know how much a cat weighs. What the hell? How much does Superman weigh? I'm not sure. He's six four though. I mean, like he should weigh like like a thousand pounds or something like that. And then that's he a... should go to Subway. Good question, <laughs> but I don't think there's any big Superman fans there right now. No. No, but um, Jeff Johns has a good interview up on uh either. I think it's news around. I think it's CBR news around one of them, and he talks a little bit about all the stuff that's going on. So, yeah, there's a Batman TV series coming, which is ought to be pretty awesome, as well as the Green Lantern, uh, you know, the Green Lantern cartoon. Yep. Yes. And the main antagonists of the first season are going to be Atrocitus and his Red Lanterns. Yes. <laughs> oh my so, god. It's two ten. It's it's pretty awesome. It. <laughs> Batman weighs two ten. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. See, because I'm I'm pushing one eighty, and I'm only like. Five seven, so you know. I weighed one eighty when I was in high school, and I was the same height. I was a toothpick. I used to run have to run around in the shower to get wet. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to the Green Lantern cartoon. It's probably gonna be forever for me to see it because I don't. I'm assuming it's gonna be on Cartoon Network because that's where they put everything, and I don't get that channel anymore. Uh, they'll, they'll stream it online eventually. Have they done that with the first Teen Titan? Uh, not Teen Titans. Young Justice episode yet? Mm, no, but we'll talk after the show. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> Everything is legal. 
<laughs> Look the other way. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Move along. Uh, move along. Indeed, but uh, two twenty-five. You're really looking it up. Superman's weight. Yeah. You think Do they have was... listed as six-three? Um, let's see. The old school stuff was six-four. He shrank. Do you think he was lighter when he was made of electricity? <laughs> Happy seventy-fifth episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I, I'm, I'm actually reading. Well, we talked about this before, Dan. Uh, Morrison's JLA. I've got the final hardcover, so now I've started reading them now. And yes. Yeah, I'm reading Electric Blue Superman. Is this the first time you've seen him, or your first exposure to him? And everything's. Corwin. Hello. I don't is hear this Corwin. Superman two Electric Boogaloo. Corwin. Yep. Can you hear me? There yes. we go. Oh, I went out. Yes. Yep. You did. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this thing, I don't know what's going on tonight, but yeah, I was saying I've I've got the final hardcover for J for the JLA, so I'm actually reading a little bit about the Blue Superman right now. <laughs> Is it isn't it weird? <laughs> Did you notice how the Blue Superman electricity was affecting Corwin's uh, microphone? Yeah. yeah. Corwin, you keep going away. Where are you? Go into the light, Corwin. Go into the light. <laughs> Carol Ann, Carol Ann. Somebody doesn't want me talking. I, I, may have, I may have to reset this router or something. But um, no, I was saying I've got the final. Is it doing it again? No. no. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Kind, kind of. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at Jim being an asshole. Yeah. But, uh, you're so much funnier <laughs> when you're drunk. <laughs> It's easier to fake it when you hit the mute button over and over. That's what she said. <laughs> what uh, happened to uh, Jason? <laughs> okay, I'm going to just shoot it out while you guys can hear me. Oh, God. I've got all four hardcovers of Morrison's JLA, and I just actually started reading the second volume where it's... No! Okay. And he leaves us in suspense. He keeps leaving us in suspense at the same spot. <laughs> that was premature, Corwin. That was premature. <laughs> and he's still listed as connected. So there's a chance yeah. that he might actually be able to hear all this. Okay, you guys are speeding up and slowing down. That's what she Yeah, does. we're the problem. <laughs> we we actually are. We're talking really fast right now. Such a dick. Hello, Corwin. So what happened with the jelly? Did somebody not give Jason his medication? Superman. I might have sold it. For a Green Lantern ring? There you go. Now I can hear you. Woohoo! So you got all okay. hard covers. <laughs> of Morrison's JLA, and I've started reading it, and now I'm up to the part with Electric Blue Superman. Cool. Was that okay. it? <laughs> okay. He wasn't okay, cutting off at all. He was just done talking. <laughs> yes. That, that that was it. Dan, did you um did you catch up on uh Starman? Did you get all the omnibus now? No, the last one comes out in January, and then I'm just going to have a Starman binge. Right, we need to get together on that one too, because I'm waiting for I'm waiting. I got like the last two to get still. Well, one now and then a new one. Yes. Well, I'm 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 currently I'm on my way to finishing something else, and then I'm going to to dive into Starman hopefully. <laughs> you gonna dive into Starman? 
shut up. You're not Jason. You're not funny. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. If you're you. God, I miss this. <laughs> Nobody told you to stay away. But I, I wasn't invited on the show anymore. It was Jim's job to, to do that. You know... <laughs> He said, you don't know enough about Green Lantern, punk. And then he said no. <laughs> I did say something to that effect. <laughs> it was just all punk. He uh, called me some other words, but I can't say those. Yeah, they, they were $5 words. Yes. <laughs> and there was one $20 word, but we won't talk about that one. Yeah, I had to get changed first. <laughs> well, you know, like, for the past, uh, I don't know, for a while, the episodes kind of get planned um, on rather short notice, shall we say. Yeah, I heard. Was it four hours you gave him? (laughs) (laughs) That one was a particularly short notice episode. But, uh, yeah, no. Starting in five minutes, you want on? (laughs) He he texted me that one time. (laughs) Nice! Uh, Anybody doing anything special for the holidays? Celebrating? Yeah. Yes, that's what What I'm doing. doing. Celebrate. Video games. Nice. I'll I'm... be baking next week. Cookies? Oh. <laughs> baking cookies. It was funny because I've, I've always baked since I was a little kid. I started just helping my mom out. And then when I was about seven is when I started baking on my own. And uh, at one point I said something to my family and they all laughed. And I didn't understand why they were laughing because I was completely serious. But I told them I was a master baker. And uh, <laughs> they thought it was funny. <laughs> And I, I really didn't get it until many years later. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. And then your innocence was lost. Yes. But no, I it's bake kind of hard to pitch you with a tray of cookies. No, I, you know, I hear that a lot, too. But uh, I, I bake a lot of cookies. I do uh, triple peanut butter cookies, death by chocolate chip, Butterfinger cookies, mint brownies, lemon bars, all kinds of stuff. I do it every Christmas for uh, the holiday gatherings, and plus I give them to my clients. And they always tell, my, they always tell me to, to thank my wife for baking <laughs> and you just stand up wearing your flower apron, and you just look, give them the death look. I got the Iron Chef America hat. Is it actually made out of iron? It is. No, it's made out of chefs. <laughs> <laughs> you just fold them like origami, and they become yes. a that, That's with the bodies. <laughs> that's what the gloves are for. <laughs> yes. And my family just does, like, we don't murder or anything. We just we just we do don't like murder or anything. <laughs> we, just, we like the four of us: me, my brother, my mom, and dad. We just we we wake up. We do like the presents around the tree thing. Have our breakfast made up entirely of donuts, and then kind of just play the day by ear until we like reconvene to have like some home good homemade lasagna for dinner. The only thing this year is I have to go into work for four hours, but that's not until like like four in the afternoon when we don't do anything anyway plus i'm getting like stupid crazy overtime for it so stupid crazy overtime stupid crazy overtime plus we're not, we don't do uh like the family the huge family get together stuff on the actual days of things because it's too hard to wrangle everybody so actually ne- uh the week between christmas and new year's i think it's like tuesday and wednesday we're driving up to hershey pennsylvania to to just Get chocolates yeah, that too. That's actually the mo- the primary reason we're going. But the secondary reason <laughs> is that everyone on my mom's side lives there. So we'll uh, be having two days or so of uh, family gathering this. Do not make me run. I'm filled with chocolate. 
Hooter. <laughs> now we do um, Christmas Eve in my mother-in-law's house, and she makes tamales and pozole and birria. And uh, then Christmas Day, uh, I get up early because my kids wake me up, <laughs> and uh, I do uh, a full prime rib that I slow cook all day. <laughs> I, I picked Christmas Day at your house. Why does Daddy always get more toys than we do? Because <laughs> he knows Santa. Santa's afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. I know him. Uh, yeah, you know how Santa has a naughty or nice list? Jason has a list also, but it just has Santa's name on it. <laughs> God, My computer backdrop right now is like... It's a panel from, I don't know what comic it's from, probably from a Superman comic. It's of Santa. He's in a dark room holding, like, an old-timey radio microphone, looking really serious. And his caption says, Santa sends out a distress call from his radio station. And he's saying, calling Superman, Santa Claus calling, You need your help desperately. So I think he's trying to defend himself from Jason. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because uh, a good friend of mine, he um, his favorite character is Superman, so he and I always have debates on who would win. And uh, I'm like, dude, they, every time they fought, Batman whoops his ass. Oh, I thought you meant versus Santa. Santa? <laughs> <laughs> Santa's his favorite character. No, I like who would win, Superman versus Santa. That's, what... <laughs> That's funny. What? Wait, so... Every time Batman and Superman fought, you say Batman always won? Yeah. There's been two or three times that they fought in the comics. Well, I remember with... I, I actually remember a couple of instances where Superman won. When? Okay, well... Don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, first off, you have uh, Hush. When uh, Superman was taken over by... Uh... Poison Ivy. Right. Um, and... Uh... Batman said that, you know, I think, like, he was able to get through to Superman or there was, like, some kind of, like, caveat why Superman didn't just go and, like, kill Batman. But Batman, well, Bat Batman, Batman was... punched him in the face with a kryptonite ring a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he said kryptonite gauntlets. Well, in, uh, was, in, was it Dark Knight Returns? No, in Hush. Well, yeah, well, in, oh, in Hush, still, um... In that one, um, he didn't completely take out Superman. And no, no. But are you talking about the the cover? I think it's Jim Lee's artwork where Superman's holding Batman like he just whooped his ass, and he doesn't touch him one time in the whole comic book. That well, that's that's one instance. Um, the the other instance is when uh, when Superman was like completely <laughs> kicking Batman's ass, like right before. Well, that that was right when um, Maxwell Lord got got murdered. <laughs> okay, I didn't see that one. Oh, that was a good story. Um, that was the OMAC project, right? No, no, that was it. Was uh, a story <laughs> taking place in Superman, um, and uh, and I, a crossover with Wonder Woman also. Oh, that's you know what? That's actually in the trade for the OMAC project because the two crossed over, so they put it, they they uh, collected it together. That's what I'm thinking. That. Um, yeah. What happened was uh, <laughs> Superman thought Batman, like Maxwell Lord, was placing the image. That Batman was like somebody else, and he was like, like trying to kill Superman and Lois Lane. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Superman is like just going at Batman, like, you know, with, with all of his fury and just like, you know, kicking Batman's ass basically. And Wonder Woman had to come in. She threw her like tiara to like slice Superman's neck, which like made him pause for a second, just long enough for her to snap Maxwell Lord's neck. Otherwise Superman would have like completely killed Batman. I need to read that. That sounds cool. Um, I mean... I'll rewrite it to my own, how I want to see it, but yeah. (laughs) I think the... Cut out some word balloons and just paste them in there. Absolutely. The the concept behind it, I think, is basically that if Superman is pushed to, like, the very edge, like, if he thinks that, that Lois is being threatened and he's not holding back at all, then I don't think Batman could beat him. I'm sorry, and... Earmuffs, kids. Superman is the biggest pussy. Once you put Kryptonite anywhere near him, he turns into the biggest punk. Oh God, Kryptonite so weak. Sorry. A- I've anytime. Al- I've always. I agree with you. I've always thought it should be treated as more of a gradual kind of change because it seems like he goes he goes from godly, all powerful to. A three-year-old can, yeah, a three-year-old can punch him out to back godly all-powerful like you're turning a light switch on and off. And it's like, right. it should be, it shouldn't be as simple. It's, it's just lazy writing. It's like, hey, give, give a speck of kryptonite to some random guy on the street and all of a sudden that person could kill Superman probably. It's like, it's, it's, it's such a, like, it's the same thing. It's like when you look at an old Green Lantern comic and you see somebody like, throw a banana at Hal Jordan's face and knock him out. It's, it's stupid. All the cool. Tower of Babel. Corwin's back! Yes. Yes. Router reset, computer reset, everything is good. Fresh. Wait, what? I I can't hear what Corwin's saying, everybody. I, I it, thought Corwin uh, was uh, back. Mute button. Come on now. Mute button. I was, on I was and trying off. To, on and off. I was trying to be as cool as Jim. Uh, so what are you trying to say with this? Can't there you go. Okay or not? <laughs> what'd, really you say, what'd you say, Corwin? I mean, Jason? Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear his mouse clicking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to learn to perfect it on the cell phone when it comes to the wipes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, nah, baby, the call was dropped, I promise. <laughs> Bad reception. Wasn't me. Okay, guys. It is late. It's only 9 o'clock. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's late. We have been recording for uh, almost two hours. And and this is only the first half of the episode. So I'm going to say goodnight. So are we all invited for the second half, or we just have to wait to hear it? I think, uh, Dan, you're working till midnight. Yeah, if you want to do the second half starting at 1230, I'm in. Yeah, totally not going to (laughs) happen. No. And, uh, Corwin, you are going to be... At my wife's Christmas party, so I'm not sure when we'll be getting out of that. Just don't show up. (laughs) I I can try to fake... It goes over real well. I I can try to fake a cold. I know she had to buy tickets for it and everything, so Uh, we'll see. Do they know that this isn't when Christmas is? It's it's in a week or something. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them them they're doing it wrong. (laughs) I I think they got the memo. (laughs) It's like celebrating your birthday the week beforehand. 
Come on, Jesus, it's not your birthday. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going by that, then we should have been celebrating Christmas in August. Really? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Jim. Summer Christmas. <laughs> God. You know, it's Don't they snow in Australia? Isn't it summer all the time in Australia? Christmas is in summer in Australia. Well, yeah, but the Australians, aren't they like all criminals? <laughs> <laughs> there goes like one tenth of the listenership. <laughs> oh. No, I, I think we actually have like one listener in Australia. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, one listener that we have in Australia. Oh, you you mean until a sentence gets communicated to the death penalty? That's what... <laughs> God. <What>? Shut up. <laughs> Happy 75th anniversary, guys. We uh, Us listeners love the show. We're looking forward to the next 75. And I know I'm speaking on behalf of everybody on the forums. 75. That's that's a lot. I don't know. And the dog agrees. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was Bigby. I think he's singing happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly what he's doing. Teach him a Christmas carol. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Together. Wait, wait, wait. What's he saying? What's he saying? Kickstarter.com. <laughs> if you ever want to see Jason on the forums again. He just said Kickstarter. Wow. That's good. <laughs> Dang, Dan. I didn't know you spoke dog. Me either. I'm like the Aquaman of dogs. Fresh. <laughs> no, you know what I seri- a conversation I seriously had at work the other day was? What if like you were th- you were basically Aquaman, but you could only talk to bears? Like just <laughs> specifically bears. You would have to hang out in like the woods and certain college campuses all the time. <laughs> That's funny. You could be uh, in Chicago. Yeah, but then I'd have to be in Chicago. <laughs> well, what if, like, you went into, like, uh, like a gay club? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <sighs> you can only communicate with bears. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, guys. Corwin? Yes, sir. Thank you very much for coming on. Not a problem. Sorry I had those technical difficulties. No problem. And I'll uh, I'll try and throw a link up for the uh, the Avengers Avengers Assemble podcast. Yes. Thank you, Dan. Dot lips and dot com. Mm-hmm. It's it's not nearly as catchy as the uh, the Kickstarter thing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on getting some marketing done. I'll um, find some nice females to do some commercials for us. Get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Brothers, good to hear from you again. Yes, sir. You as well. And, uh, well, maybe hearing more from Jason in a little while. Made <laughs> to be seen. And, uh, Dan? Yep. <sighs> Till next time. Till. What the hell was that? You're like, <laughs> Till next time, I guess. He wanted you to do the oath right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> the oath. Yes, swear your allegiance to me. No, God. Uh, okay. Well, uh, now we're going to take a quick break and uh, be back with uh, a whole new cast of characters. Like a 22-hour break? Well, that, they're not going to see it as a 22-hour break. No, they have to pause it and come back in 22 hours. Yes. <laughs> Real time. This is live! <laughs> and if you don't 
We'll know. God, if Laura's not in that group tomorrow, everybody's going to be disappointed, especially us. You better be careful, Jim. Uh, people may want to replace you with her. <laughs> I'm already considering it. <laughs> well, I mean, she can start up her own podcast and call it the Lauren cast. Laurenites Unite? No, it'll be like the the Lauren Sapphire podcast. <laughs> what is her favorite core anyway? She likes the pink one. The pink one. <laughs> She likes the one that doesn't have toys cluttering up her living space. Yes. Yeah. Now that's the one. Okie doke. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody. This is my contest entry for John's contest. Just in time for Christmas. Stealing presents. Here comes Laura, please. Mine, 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 mine. Stole your stocking and Christmas trees. Mine, 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 mine. Gone is everything that you own. Mine, 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 mine. Spends his Christmases all alone. Mine, 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 mine. And that's all I'm going to sing because I don't want to torture you people any further. Okay. Um. And now we're back from the break. Now. I'm back from the break, but everybody here is new from y yesterday or the previous segment. So why doesn't uh, everybody go around? Um, I guess uh, Chad, you want to start? Hey, I'm Chad. I'm here. <laughs> Am I supposed to say something about myself or just say hey? I guess. Uh, I guess we probably should have discussed. Okay, the order at which you came into the group. Say uh, say hi. Hey. What's up? This is John Godwin. This is Mark Marble. And this is James Doyle. Ah, there we go. <laughs> okay, so uh, we got we got a, a fairly uh, packed house today. How's everybody doing? Doing good. I'm doing well, yeah. Good. I'm All right. Good <laughs> okay, so the the first portion of this episode yesterday was uh, basically just catching up with uh, with a bunch of people that you know have been on the cast before. So, uh, you know, because now, you know, it's episode 75. We, we don't actually have to talk about any Green Lantern today. I mean, if you have some sort of, like, major Green Lantern, you know, experience that you wish to, you know, mention, um, or just, you know, talk about what, what's been going on in your life now that you know, the end of the year has been coming around and Christmas plans and stuff like that. And uh, I guess, uh, again, Chad, you want to start us off? I really don't have anything. I, I, I guess I have to swallow my pride. And for those of you who have been on the forums, I was wrong. I admit it. And I'm very upset about it. About who my theory of the uh, the Guardian is. But whatever. I'll, I'll own it and I'll get something someday. So. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, you should join the forums and figure it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's cryptic enough. <laughs> let's see uh john john how, how are you doing you got any uh any big news or anything you want to talk about um well if you want to keep it i guess uh comic book related um i noticed i read the uh, dc hol uh, holiday special for christmas oh yes and i personally did not like the green lantern appearance i'm not going to spoil anything but it's another story about john and the core telling a story that somebody told him in the core of another story so it's kind of convoluted. 
th- there was no no Larflees in this Christmas special, right? There was no Larflees in this one. I think the Larflees Christmas special is coming later. Though I did pick up the Infestation promo today. Um, that has the info about the uh, zombies going in the Transformers, Star Trek, G.I. Joe, and Ghostbusters universes. And this actually makes it look pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Mark, Mark, how are you doing? Any any big news or updates or anything? I don't think I have any big news at the moment. Uh, maybe soon, personally, but not at the moment. I know that's cryptic. I also read the the DC Holiday, the Christmas special. I didn't. I just find it, I mean, the Spectre, I, the story that I found interesting was the Spectre one, only because it's a typical Spectre story, but I don't know really how it fits into the Christmas spirit, really. <laughs> it's like, oh, the Spectre's being nice, and he's kind of uh, avenging somebody for the kids, kind of like that. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> he is and a spirit, and it's a type of Christmas holiday, so I guess that works with Christmas spirit. That's true. It's another one of those ghost stories that they, they, they can tell about for during the holidays and let's see uh i was also wrong chad with my theory of who the who the bandaged friend of ours was so you're not the only one i think most people were wrong well i'm still holding out hope that my larflee's idea that he's the most powerful thing out there is going to play some kind of role but whatever no chance (laughs) (laughs) shut up uh james how you doing I'm, i'm good Nothing too crazy going on over here or anything. It's very cold over here, actually. It's snowing. <laughs> but that's all that's going on here. <laughs> oh. Well, good. Okay, so this was a good second segment. Uh, I want to thank you yeah. all for coming on. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, let's see. So we, we took a break. Somebody's got, like, crackling going on. Who's got the crackling? It's James. Every James. time it, Yeah, every time it crackles, his little box lights up. Oh, it might be my wire moving. Does it stop? Yes. Okay, good. I will freeze in this position then. <laughs> Don't even breathe. Hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you say from now to the end of the podcast has to be on the same breath. <laughs> <laughs> but no pressure. <laughs> so, Jim, I had a question for you. Okay. So you've given up on the Alan Scott figure? Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, I listened, I listened to that the other day, and it's like I thought it was funny considering our conversation not too long ago. Yeah, well, you know, originally it looked like it looked like such a, a good figure, and then I, I don't know why I wasn't paying attention to to the mouth, but uh, yeah, after that it's just like, yeah, I don't actually need that figure. I definitely want a couple of the you know the Green Lantern classics, and I mean like it's going to be so hard to you know, to decide whether or not I'm even going to pick up the, you know, the Wave 2 because I want that stealth figure. But, like, I do not want to spend that much money on all the figures. That makes sense. I'm planning on getting the set as well. Um, I really want stealth and I want the Rage Kitty. So, yeah, I really want that set. <laughs> yeah, well, the, Ra- the Rage Cat set, like, that's, like, going to be three mini figurines, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I was... It's got what Despotellus and Chip or or uh, Bajid or Chip. I'm not sure which one. Okay, yeah. I mean, like that's that's definitely a cool set. You know, that's that's a cool one to get. Um, and you know, like, and I'll I'll be looking at them individually because I think that the the Red Lantern that the Four Horsemen created, you know, like it's a uh, it, it's its first appearance is going to be as an action figure. 
Yeah, that is. So it's the second wave. Yeah. Skalox and Nightlick. Is it is it Nightlick the one that they came up with? I think so. You know, I know you can change out the heads for the set though. Uh, same thing with I, I think it's the Yellow Lantern in the set. That's, you can change out his head. That's cool. Um, um, and then it also has you know Gahu, who is not really well known character from the comics, who's supposed to be in the movie. So it's actually his movie design. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that stuff's real. Well, yeah. Once the movie starts, oh my god, like that's going to be horrible. How much is the wave altogether in the first place? Are they like fifteen dollars each? If that's the case, then it'd be about a hundred dollars for the set. I mean, if you want, if you really want Stell, and I don't know about you guys, but I do. If if you're gonna just get Stell like on eBay or something, you're probably gonna say, pay the same price. So you might as well just get the whole wave and have all the figures. That's Trade probably somebody. true. Yeah. We could all get them and group them together and use the extra figures as a prize in the forums. <laughs> you know, I think. I think I was looking at uh, Kilowog on eBay, and. I don't I don't know that there was any like buy it nows, but I think like they were basically going around seventy dollars or so. Uh at, I mean at that price, if if Stella is the one that you really want, then you you probably your best bet would be to buy all the figures ahead of time, you know, create your Stell and then like sell the individual, you know, figures that you don't want loose, you know, for, for a couple of bucks on eBay and try and make back some money. That was my original plan. That's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably keep mine, but yeah, I pre I pre-ordered the second wave just like I pre-ordered the first wave. So, second wave to me is much much more impressive. The figures in it to begin with. Yeah, exactly. How much did you pay for the second wave? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't remember what the pre-order is. I know I'm pretty sure it was more money than the first. I think the first wave at Big Bad Toy Store was like eighty nine ninety nine without the shipping for the figures. It, yeah, they they all look very good except for the the Star Sapphire Carol Ferris. Yeah, <laughs> basically looks like a like a enlarged version of the Infinite Heroes version of Star Sapphire. They never really do her well in the figures, though. So, well, the the Blackest Night DC. Well, not, not no no. I guess it wasn't Blackest Night. It was the Green Lantern wave of the DC Direct. <laughs> you okay there, James? <laughs> Either he passed out or he finally had to breathe. <laughs> white noise, white noise. <laughs> go, Jim, go. I don't, I don't know. I, I've completely lost my train of thought because of <laughs> James' static. Carol Ferris. Yes, yes, the Green Lantern uh, wave with the, that Carol Ferris was like a, a fantastic figure. The, the Black as Night version of her, which is, I, I, I would imagine, the same exact mold, except they, like, poured her with, like, translucent violet um, plastic, and then they painted her face. Um, her face, like, it's a little, I guess, uh, clumpy, because with the original, I think, like, it was more like they poured her face in, like, flesh-toned plastic, and then just had to paint it on, paint on the details, with the Blackest Night version, they had to paint the face and then paint the details on top of it. So you, you lose some of the detail to the face. Well, not only that, but the coloring on her skin is kind of off because it's painted on top of translucent plastic. Right. Like, like compared to like the, the tone of the Indigo, Indigo 1 skin, it looks almost like orangish. It, just, it doesn't look right. I mean, I bought it just to round out the new Guardian set. But... <laughs> now, 
uh, John and Mark, do you guys have the Sinestro from the uh, the Green Lantern series? Yes. I don't. I'm not a big toy collector. I just I really like that Stell, and I really wanted a Dexstar, so that's probably the main reason I'm going to be getting uh, the Wave 2, I guess it is. Yeah. Yes. James, yeah. do you uh, do you collect any of the figures, James? No, not really. I, I like to go in the shop and look at them, but then I don't have the money for them. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now, Mark, like, now, how much do you love the fact that you have that Sinestro figure? Like, when you consider the fact that, like, everybody buying, you know, all these the new Guardians, nobody Shut has up, the Sinestro. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm pretty. No, I love. I think the figure is really nice onto itself. I like the Vance Skyver design of it, so I think that's pretty cool. You know, I, I'm and considering they didn't, they decided not to make one at all in the uh, Blackest Night wave, including the. Well, we know why they didn't make a White Lantern Sinestro in that wave, so they could make it a Comic Con exclusive. But yeah, I'm go, I'm I'm very happy. Plus, I I think that figure goes for a good chunk of change these days for people probably scrambling around trying to complete their collection yeah yeah no it is <laughs> <laughs> i remember like i i, I want to say before they announced like the new guardians um but uh that you know they had started announcing that they were going to be making figures of uh like atrocitus and and some of them they i saw on ebay not no not on ebay on amazon somebody was selling the set of four of uh, of that particular wave for like sixty dollars, and that would have come with a Green Lantern, Batman. It would have come with a Star Sapphire, uh, Sinestro, and I want to say that was also the Cyborg Superman wave. And and I'm thinking to myself, it's like, well, I really want Sinestro. I'm like, I don't really, I, I have, I already have a Green Lantern, Batman. I already have Carol Ferris, and uh, and I actually, I already had Cyborgs. Oh my god, I got everybody from that wave except for, for Sinestro. <laughs> oh. oh, that's frustrating. But, yeah, like I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'm not going to plunk down the change. And that was really stupid because, like, I think each one of those figures could probably, uh, <laughs> could probably clear the investment by themselves. You can always resell them on uh, eBay, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, in, in retrospect, I, I really should have. And I'll rub salt in the wound because as we're talking, I, ha- I, ha- I actually happen to have that figure sitting above my work desk. So, <laughs> is it po- is it is it possible to hang up on Mark right now? Can we do that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, to rub the salt in the wound a little bit more, I'm going to go on eBay and see how much Sinestro is going for. <laughs> Speaking of DC Direct, can can we please can we just riff on them for a while? Oh God, yes. I just I. I First, they raised the prices from what about fifteen, fourteen ninety nine to eighteen ninety nine, and that was totally out of nowhere for me. I don't know if there was like a news story that I had missed, but when I went to the comic shop and pick up my uh, World of New Krypton figures, oh, I was pissed off. And and top it all off, the fact that they keep delaying the Blackest Night line, and now the next one, the next wave to come out is coming out. December 22nd, supposedly, December 22nd, just so they can meet the holiday demand. Yeah, I wouldn't even hold your breath for that, though. I think that one's going to come out on the 22nd, I think. Only because I think we probably would have heard by now. I mean, they can always change it. I'm holding out hope, anyway, that it'll come out next week. 
I'm wondering. I'm wondering if James is sitting next to a crackling fireplace. <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> it's snowing over there. <laughs> if you want to talk about um, the shipping stuff that's getting me is the uh, the light up rings. Um, the comic stores can't get them anymore, and as you know, some of you have noticed that I mentioned on the forums, like I got it and my white ring just broke immediately. And like the red ring has a bent up band and the star sapphire one is crooked. And I haven't been able to get a replacement set. And they said, I'm not going to be able to get a replacement set because they're so hard to find. Oh man, that's, that sucks. What you call it? I, I actually have to ship out all the ones for the, for the people on the forums. And, uh, I, you know, been so busy with Christmas and whatnot. Like, Today was the first day that I actually got a chance to open one one package, and uh, like I was I was you know trying a few of them out, and like it's different. Like the green ring that I got at New York Comic Con, you flick the switch and the ring stays on. You know it's it's kind of cool. Like you can just turn it on and have it lit up in in the display if you want, just you know for whatever reason. With the the rings from the set, like once you turn it on, you have to be pressing the button. You know, in the back. So basically, like, you have to have, you have to be wearing the ring for it to light up. Which is kind of cool, but also, I mean, like, if your finger is, like, slightly small, you know, for the ring, then it's not going to make contact with the button. I have problems with that. I can't, uh, I can't get it to light up unless I put it on my knuckle and push it with my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah, I got screwed over with that set. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I'm I'm starting to see some of these figures. Um, Sinestro, Minton Package. Basically, you're not going to touch it for less than $50. Minton Package. <sighs> That's a tough break. I, why did I just hear a smile in your voice when you said that? Me? Yeah, you. I don't own it. I want to <laughs> own it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I want them to make a new one. You know, they put out a whole wave of of um, re-release figures with Atrocitus, uh, St. Walker, Indigo One, and Alpha Lantern, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the name. Yeah, Alpha Lantern. <laughs> Boudica. Yeah. Well, that, that was very close. They both start with a B. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, they, they couldn't re-release... Uh, a Sinestro in the Blackest Night packaging? Come on. Not only that, but they're, they are purposefully pushing back Blackest Night waves just to make more money. So you'd think that they'd re-release a figure in Blackest Night packaging just to make more money. Yeah, but they're not really... I, I don't really see it as them, you know, releasing it to meet, you know, like... Uh, they're not, like, trying to cash in on Christmas. Because, like, all of these waves should have been out, like, months ago. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, if, if they had actually gotten this stuff out when it was supposed to, this stuff would have all been completely sold anyway, and they could have, like, tried to resolicit, like, you know, redos of some of those waves for summer or whatever. DC's losing out on money. I think they just have trouble meeting their schedule. That's what it consistently seems like. I don't... I, I, I mean, some of it could be to try to get a little bit of money after Christmas, but you would think you'd want to get the money before Christmas more. Well, not only that, but they're releasing them after they did the price increase. That's true, too. Oh. That's a good point. That's a good point. Are that, is that going to be affected, then? 
you know, that's 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 where I don't understand where they're coming from. It's like you push it back to re- to wait for the the price increase to go through, and if that's really why they did it, okay, whatever. But then, don't you think the fans who've been waiting for this by now would either have won? become burnt out on blackest night and not even care about the figures coming out anymore not be so passionate about picking them up and to see through what they're doing and just get pissed at the company and say screw you i'm not spending my money on that you know i mean like you know collectors are fairly fanatical i mean you you really have to do a lot to uh <laughs> to make them not want to buy the figures anymore well yeah but what what about people who aren't really like quote unquote collectors like for instance I mean, I know the Grices have a lot of stuff, but like Christian really just wants Orange Lantern stuff. But you know, give it a few years or two, he's just you know a college kid or something. He's you know he's got the money now to spend it, and then they keep pushing it back and back and back. Who's really going to go back for? It? They're just going to be like, you know what? I got other stuff to do. Um, you know, we're already almost halfway through with Brightest Day. I don't even care about Blackest Night anymore. You know, stuff like that. That's I just don't understand the reasoning of why DC directed this. I don't know, but if they keep pushing it back, it's going to be out by the time he is in college. (laughs) (laughs) Or Necron will be back already, and he'll be in vogue again. Yeah, new Blackest Night. (laughs) Part two. So, did you guys see for the the Hero Clicks, you know, the much-talked-about DC 75th anniversary set, was completely sold out within the first week. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they're they're already having to pretty much reprint the set. But it just, I mean, it was just, it was gone. It was off the shelves. It was completely sold out from the company. So, yeah, they're they're trying to print more, but we'll see what happens. Now, John, you're the only one here of us who actually plays that game, right? Or Mark or you guys, do you, either of y'all play it? I don't actually play it anymore. I did play it. But it was okay. costing me too much money to get the entire Green Lantern cores and such. So <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is it even worth the investment? Because if I were to start playing Hero Clicks, I'd just get Green Lantern stuff and just say, "Ha ha, this is all I have." <laughs> it depends on where you play. Like some places, you could get away with that, but you know, some places have like certain weeks will have themed events or this or that, and you won't be able to use your figures. Um, though, if I mean, some of the sculpts are awesome. Like they just released pictures of a new uh, Sinestro White Lantern sculpt, where even the base is white, and he's got a big energy sword coming out from the base, and he's standing on like a wave of energy. And then there's like the Larfleet figure that's coming out, and and they're actually finally bringing out Wonder Twins and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of really cool figures that you might at least want to get for you know your desk or your work desk or something because they're easy to hide and they're not obtrusive. <laughs> I like large and obtrusive figures on my work desk actually. <laughs> now, I don't play, like, but I do collect. I, I don't I don't really do either anymore. Actually, I never played. I used to collect like a long time ago. You know, it's like the the packages themselves are. You know, fairly they, they they're fairly expensive now. Like I think when they first started, they were like what eight bucks, and then you know you got however many you got. Now they're like, are they like fifteen dollars a package now? Yeah, for about four figures. Yeah, four to five, I think. Yeah, and and it's all you know. You don't know what you're getting. So I mean, like, you know, that's that's way too steep for me to like, you know, throw money down for something that I have no idea what I'm getting, and I, I don't even have any clue if I'm going to definitely like the characters that I get. You know, like, if there were more places local that had, like, loose figures that you could look at, you know, and they were decently priced, I might get, like, one or two of characters that I really love. 
but uh, but they don't they don't really have that around me. Um, there are plenty of sites where you can buy singles, including eBay. So, mm. well, but yeah, you, you don't really get to see them in person, so you know you don't really get in you know an, an idea of how they will actually look in person and how big they are and such. Mm. Yeah. Did you ever get the Parallax exclusive from I think it was the San Diego Comic Con Parallax oh, yeah. one? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's actually one of the best sculpts in the entire series, and that's one of the few figures I still have. That's just it's just it's an amazing amazing Heroclix figure. <laughs> Did you get one, Jim? No, no. Actually, I'm not. I'm not actually really entirely sure where my my uh, Heroclix are. All I have is my my box of the my customized ones. No, you don't. You don't have those anymore. I threw those out. <laughs> no, I definitely have the customized ones. I just saw those the other day. Yeah, that was before I threw them out. You They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> she she snuck them into my package, <laughs> one that you're sending to me. Yes, I should have. That's a good idea, Chad. You're just going to start getting random shit in the mail <laughs> from New York. <laughs> I'm not even going to put a note in it. It's just like ransom. I'm just going to send it to you. <laughs> Just just hide <laughs> this and don't tell Jim. Exactly. No, knowing Lauren, she'd probably send me a note, say, take a picture of it and put it up on Facebook. <laughs> and just True. Tease Jim with it. Exactly. I still haven't found that, uh, what is it? Officer Quimby figure. No. I don't know Chief where Wiggum. that is. Or Chief, Chief Wiggums, that's it. Mayor Quimby. God. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> is it overweight yellow figurine that you made? I'm sorry. I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> That was a good figure. It was hideous. <laughs> Staring ugly on the desk. Chief Wiggum, P.I. Yeah, whatever. He's M.I.A. now. <laughs> Chief Wiggum, P.I. M.I.A. <laughs> He's gone. I don't know what happened to him. He was hidden in the desk drawer. And now that desk is thrown out. But they claimed that they checked all the drawers. And there was nothing in there. So I don't think they really checked it. I think he's just gone. That's so sad. It is not sad. I, I remember, like, after after I moved out and moved in with Lauren, for the longest time, she would tell me, I did not throw that figure out. I didn't. Because I don't want to hear how, I can't believe you threw that out, but I hid it so that you'll never find it. And... <laughs> but technically, I didn't throw it out. Your parents <laughs> threw it out. So you should be mad at them. Yeah, she, she, well, that's like that's like saying yes. I hid the figure in the garbage can, and your parents took the bag out to the curb, so I didn't actually. It was throw in it the out. desk drawer. It was hidden in furniture. How was I supposed to know they're going to throw out a perfectly good desk? That is not a perfectly good desk, and we both know it. Listen, regardless of the fact the furniture was in the house, and there was no plans of throwing it out that we were aware of, so not my fault. So I keep getting an image of a. Uh... Lauren out at some like dark stormy night with a figure in her trunk and shovel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I would not put it past her. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> She'd probably make a map too to the location that she buried it and it'd be like sixty miles away. No, I really have it taped under the bed. It's right now under the bed. You yeah. should go look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Help me, Jim! Don't you love me? I'm gonna have nightmares now. <laughs> yeah, no, Lauren can Lauren can hide it in like the the most secure place by just putting it at the very bottom of my hamper. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I've never seen what that looks like. 
Uh, as long as you don't find any severed animal heads in your bed, you know, even if they're of your figure animal heads, I think you're good. Ooh, that'd be funny, actually. <laughs> later. Or, ba- or babies in your fridge. <laughs> no refrigerator babies. <laughs> uh, maybe one refrigerator baby. Maybe. <laughs> I don't understand how you get going for groceries confused with refrigerator baby. <laughs> you were making the motions that you were holding a baby. And then you point to the refrigerator. I was holding grocery bags then, look like holding a baby. And then, like, basically, like... How big is this rub, baby? Then you rub your belly and lick your lips, like, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat some refrigerator babies. <laughs> you fucked up. There's something wrong with you. Oh. Here, you could have this piece of lint that just found. Enjoy. Take this piece of lint. I will take this piece of lint. <laughs> That's not how it goes. I know. I was quoting it wrong on purpose. Stop it. You're going to think I'm James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, James has, uh, James has some static issues. <laughs> you still there, James? I think he got snowed under. What happened? <laughs> James. Uh-oh. Maybe, oh, he, maybe he's in the loo. <laughs> I don't know that they necessarily call it the Lou. He's in Ireland, not England. I think they call it the Lou. How much you want to bet? <laughs> How much you want to bet when he gets back on? Because... You want to bet the map to the uh, the uh, figure, the Chief Wiggum figure? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you the map to the Chief Wiggum figure. <laughs> yes. I'll give it back to you piece by piece. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll put up my map map of Narnia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you about this little gem. Tell him about my Christmas present last year. This FF gave to me. That was no. Oh, don't even, don't even claim like it was like something I actually wanted. I'm opening <laughs> my Christmas presents last year, and Jimmy for, you know what? I know what reason because he wanted it for himself. <laughs> he wanted it for himself, so he bought it. He wrapped it up and put a tag on it to Lauren. Love Jim. So I'm opening this up Christmas morning wondering, so heavy, what could it be? What <laughs> could it be? I open it up and I got a framed map of Narnia. Why <laughs> the hell would any person want a framed map of Narnia, you may ask? I don't fucking know, Jim. Why don't you tell them why anybody would want that? Let alone me. It's a map of Narnia. It's like a prop replica to Narnia. somewhere that doesn't exist yes nonsense. <laughs> nonsense you haven't even hung up the the our wedding picture on the wall yet. <laughs> well, our wedding photo was not a prop replica in a movie <laughs> so therefore apparently it's not as important oh, i didn't say that hey i didn't oh, say that that's what you applied it just retails think- for more I think pretty soon we're going to have to find a map to where uh, James is buried, or Jim is buried. (laughs) Oh, man. Seriously, what happened to him? Yeah, James, are you okay? Is he the one with the little question mark in the face? Yes. (laughs) Question mark face. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Maybe it knows he's missing. I have a question mark probably, too. Do you? Can they see it? Do you see a little question mark for Jimmy's face? 
Hey, he's still here. He's typing on the bottom. <laughs> James is in ghost form. <laughs> James, if you went for a pint, get me one too. Well, well, here we go. Here we go. If only. <laughs> this is going to be the most confusing episode ever. <laughs> well, I feel bad for for uh, James because he's the one that has to uh, edit this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the special James episode. Yes. You know, he can just record himself talking and insert his own conversation. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Just, just insulting us back. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. It's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> oh. And then we'll just be like laughing like maniacs. And everybody'll be wondering, it's like, how come everybody's insane except for James? <laughs> Let's all laugh maniacally for five minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, Christmas plans, anybody? So for for me, Rachel's gonna be here. We're gonna exchange nerdy gifts, and it's our first Christmas together, so it'll be good. Oh, it's your first Christmas! Uh-huh. That's so nice. <laughs> Did you get her something good? Yeah, I got her a couple things she asked for and a couple things I know she's going to like. Did you get her something shiny? Girls like shiny things. Make sure you get a shiny thing. You still have nine days. If you haven't, go out and get it. You're welcome, Rachel. (laughs) I guess a video video game would count as shiny. No, a video game does not count as shiny. The plastic wrapping does not count as shiny. The object has to be shiny. I think for for Rachel... Video games count as shining. <laughs> she specifically asked for this one too, so so you get her everything is... she asked for, and then a shiny thing. Is this is this episode coming out before Christmas? No. Um, okay. You know, Just double checking. Yes, yes it, it is. is. So it nobody is. say exactly specifically what they got, except Jimmy. You could tell me. Actually, well, <laughs> actually, I John just said he got her a video game, so he just spoiled it. Oh, no. No, that she knows already. Don't no, worry. She okay. asked for that. He said. No, I, I guess. Technically, whether or not it comes out before Christmas is up to James. <laughs> he's not going to bring this out for another couple of years now, I think. Uh, he's not talking. <laughs> James is like, yeah, have have a nice New Year's episode. This will be the lost, the new lost episode. Oh, man. He's going to open a box from Lauren and going to find uh, Chief Wickham's head staring at him. <laughs> yes, the lost episode that I think was definitely lost again. After the, the computer crashed. Which one was that? The one he promised to give everyone a link to and never did. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I, I edited the whole thing. And uh, it was it was good. It, it was a really good episode. And then... Oh, you know what was sad was when we did the... Um, we recorded, like, one of your, like, joke things or whatever like that. The... Oh, it was with Dan. That's what it was. No, it was we were. I was. I came on the episode late. We were recording, and I was talking to Dan. It was last winter. We we're making jokes about hot cocoa or something like that. And it was so funny. We were laughing so hard, and Jimmy didn't record anything or something like that, or like crash didn't record. I don't remember. I still maintain that the lost episode is a bunch of BS, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jim's just trying to tease us. No, no, like that lost episode. Wait a second, didn't you make the lost episode a reward for like people who did something? Yes, it was set to be a reward. And if you entered the contest, exactly. And did you put up the link? I like I said, I edited the episode, and it was all set to go up. 
and before I got a chance to to do it, it uh, the, the computer crashed. And it deleted completely. Yes. Oh, that's sad. So it's the the lost lost episode. <laughs> that's a bunch of bullshit. You should record something else for only like those people to be able to hear. They got scammed. We all need to start a uh, a fund on the forums or something to get to buy the uh, lantern cast and external hard drive to keep all the raw data. <laughs> You know what we could do for a lost episode? We can have Lauren host an episode with all of her Laurenite followers. It's true, but I don't know what I talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly me coming on here making snarky comments. So I mean, <laughs> you tell more embarrassing stories about Jim. Oh, we all love those. God. I have to. I gotta think on it. All right, I'll oh, come up with God. some good stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I thought you had those Did, stories ready to come go. To mind, Jim? Yeah. What? Which one? Wait. The honeymoon. <laughs> Didn't we tell uh, people that? We told people in the Valentine's Day episode, I think. Chad, did we tell it, tell everybody about the uh, the suit episode from the honeymoon? No. Oh, we'll save we'll save that one. Chad Chad would know. Chad would know. Yes. <laughs> we we actually we yeah. referenced Chad yesterday as far as uh, oh what was the question? I don't know. I wasn't on yesterday's recording. Um. Oh. Did Jason ever tell the story about the time that he killed somebody? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Is that why he's not on the forums lately? Is he in prison or something? No, no, no. It was it was a long time ago, and it was an accident. Um, <laughs> That's what they all say, Jim. What happened? <laughs> what happened? He'll tell the story someday. You don't know? I... I vaguely remember it. How do you vaguely remember a story like that? <laughs> somebody tells you, by the way, I murdered somebody. You just like push it off to the back of your brain. I'm not important. I'm gonna. No. I gotta make a trip to Walmart today, and I gotta wipe my ass. And those are the important things to remember. If I remember, I think it was more to the effect that he just wasn't able to save the person. I don't know. Oh, so now he goes from a murderer to the hero. He's the definitely tale, not right? a murderer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's definitely not a murderer. Was it like an Indigo Tribe quotation murder from that first uh, comic they had? No, no, it wasn't a mercy killing. <laughs> oh my god, Chad. I saw the video of your ex's room. What yeah. the fuck is that about? What uh, happened? Did you go down there today? No, I didn't, because apparently uh, a very close friend of mine, she's an, a manager of an apartment community, and she says that basically all major apartment complex management companies have the, pretty much the same rules. Yeah. So if I if I were to take the video down to the management company and show it to them, I would also, whatever happens to her happens to me because we're both on the lease. Uh-huh. And you wouldn't be so able to get a new lease? Not no, and I like this community and everything, and it's just like, uh, whatever. You really want to live with that? That is so. Oh my god, her room was disgusting. I know, I know. This... I I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. So there's but, no other know. like similar ones where you could try and like get into and just move out of there and just be like, fuck it, you're on your own. No, I ca I can't break the lease. How long? Because I can't afford I can't afford to do it. How long <clears> is your lease? Till July. Oh God! That was, oh my God! If people, if you didn't see this video, you have to see this video. Like Facebook chat and like take a look. He posted it. it's like uh, my ex slash roommate's room, 
Chad's about to get real it popular. Is, it is crazy. <laughs> Her room, like you see, like you know, what what did what James, James, James saw? It. He says crazy indeed. <laughs> we, we got to do an Irish accent. <laughs> do, do your lucky charms accent to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Crazy G- indeed. <laughs> James James says. James says, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> crazy indeed. <laughs> is that the Jamaican Irish accent? <laughs> <I'm> Jamaican. <laughs> Out of Jeez, all I'm the time. Video now, Chad. Yeah. I'm sorry. So much this video now. God, it's just what? <laughs> How? I, I, I just I don't get this. <laughs> I almost want to start dating a girl just so I can make sure there are other females out there who know how to keep their room clean. Like I don't, I don't even care if if I I end up marrying some this girl. I just want to date some girl so I can see her habits and restore my faith in females. Hello. Hey, Jay. Hey. hey. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> now you can prove everybody you're not Jamaican. I am oh, not well, Jamaican. Well, well, well. Now he has to say what Jim's been wanting him to say. His little Lucky Charms thing. Yeah, you have to say it, James. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't give him. <laughs> Don't let them degrade you like that. He'll keep it on like a saved file forever. And he'll just listen to it. Oh, never catch me lucky charms. Oh, never catch me lucky charms. Over and over. Don't do it. You need, well, to, do it the, you need to do it with all the Green Lantern cores, cores instead. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you know what I want to hear? I want to hear the Green Lantern oath with an Irish accent. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> I'd rather do the Lucky Charms thing. <laughs> don't do the Lucky Charms. <laughs> I don't even know what the Lucky Charms thing is, really. It's it's uh they'll never catch me Lucky Charms. That's all it is. But it's too- or they're never- <laughs> or they're magically delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should go with that one instead. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Imagine if he's gonna edit you into all weird conversations, like dirty shit. You're just gonna be like, they're magically delicious. <laughs> Can't you just make it already? I warned you. It'll be his new tagline. It'll 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 come up after after the uh, outro music at the end of every episode. He'll put it in there. <laughs> they're magically delicious. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I control the editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> I'm just sad that now we can't read James's responses again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did were we asking about uh, Christmas plans? Or we just got sidetracked again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who's next? Christmas plans. Go on, James. Christmas plans. Yeah. Uh, go home and spend time with the family. Oh, that's nice. Probably get drunk on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Sounds bad. And, uh, and... Just... <laughs> I'm planning to get drunk on Christmas Eve as well, but it's my birthday, so I'm entitled. It's your birthday on Christmas? Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas Eve. Well, that sucks. You it does dipped? indeed. Yes, I do. All right, sometimes. my mom's two days after Christmas. She gets fucked every year. It's sad. <laughs> well, I'm glad my birthday falls on, like, uh, Memorial Day. That's not a present holiday, so I still get stuff and all for my birthday, so it's good. Nice. What about you, Chad? Well, happy birthday, John, since no Thank one you. else said it. 
It's not his birthday yet. He doesn't get early birthday wishes. Yeah, what do you think he does, Chad? We don't just hand this shit out for nothing, you know? <laughs> don't wait like everybody else. Well, there's not an episode coming up before his birthday, so this is the time to say it. Come on now. Are you sure? <laughs> probably so. Yeah, no, probably so. <laughs> all right, all right. Then everybody can wish him a happy birthday. Go on. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, John. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, John. Go on, Jim. <laughs> I'm getting attacked over here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, what are you doing, Chad, for Christmas? I have no idea. No idea. Chinese, well, Chinese food? I know. <laughs> yeah. Are you Jewish? I hate Chinese food. <laughs> no, I'm not Jewish. Why would you be eating Chinese food? I didn't say I was. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do on Christmas. <laughs> Only Jewish people eat Chinese food on Christmas. And he's in Texas. What the hell is he doing? How good could it be? Yeah, exactly. Chad's in Texas. Chinese food, probably not as good as it is in New York. But the Chinese, okay, but I... Chinese couldn't eat Chinese food on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to go to a Jewish town. McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I know that all I asked for this Christmas was cash so I can get to New York. So my my only present this year will be from Jim. <laughs> That's horrible. Which means he better get it out on time. So now let Lauren actually knows, I'm sure I'll actually get it on time. He emailed it, what, yesterday or today? Today. Today. Yep. Awesome. Hopefully, well, I'm... with all the extra packages going out, you'll get it before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Uh, I guess I'll spend time with my sister and her boyfriend uh, for the most part, and uh, I don't know, maybe get drunk drunk for the first time in my life, since that seems to be what everyone else is doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about your parents? You don't see your parents? My parents are divorced. My mom uh, just moved in with her, excuse me, her new boyfriend, and my dad's uh, fiance lives up north, so... I don't know. My I, I, I love my parents, and I'm glad that they're both happy, but my mom keeps trying to get me to come out to visit her her house with her boyfriend. It's kind of like, you know, Mom, I love you. I'm glad you're happy, and I'm glad this guy's a nice guy. But beyond that, I really don't want to get involved, you know, yeah. to, to to any extent. Until there's a ring on their finger, don't expect me to treat this person like family, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that sounds kind of negative in a way. I mean, they're, they're both great people. I've met them both. Uh, it's just, you know, don't expect me to feel comfortable in that situation, so... Well, you're not going to feel comfortable if you never go spend any time over there. It's yeah. just an observation. Yeah. <laughs> I work I, I work with my – I work in the same area as my mom. I don't see her a lot, but uh, we work for the same company. So I, I've met her boyfriend, and I've I've spent time with him, you know, in the, in the building. So I, I know I know who he is. I see him every week, so. Does he take you fishing and play ball with you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, he doesn't. <laughs> Listen, as long as and he's that... not trying to be your father, like, you know, don't worry about it. Don't yeah. sweat it. All right. You know? If it makes you feel any better, Chad, my mom just had marriage number four, so I know what you're going through. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I know I'm not the only one out there. I just, like I said, I'm happy they're happy, and I'm happy they're with good people. Beyond that, you know, do what you do. I do what I do. Yeah. So. Well, now this is now that the conversation has uh, taken a depressing turn. <laughs> okay, that's all we have time for. <laughs> Next on Doctor Phil. Oh God! <laughs> very uh, uncomfortable, Jimmy. Yes, you're I'm, in the, I'm you're very, in the way. very sorry. You're in the way. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm a very open person, so I don't mind saying it on the air. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark, did you tell us what you were doing for Christmas? No, I was waiting till all the all the drama ended so we get to my my boring plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't plan on getting drunk, so you can put me down for the exception to the rule. <laughs> and only only real plans I have. My girlfriend Elizabeth and I will go to my mom's for dinner, and that that's our that will be the Christmas agenda. Does uh, Elizabeth listen to this? Yes, she does. Damn. <laughs> what are you getting for Christmas anyway? <laughs> well, I will be. I could be very specific as long as this doesn't come out before Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, it will. It definitely will. Don't be. Don't be. Well, you know what? James, edit you it think, out. Jim? James, edit it out. Edit out his his gifts so you could tell me. Go ahead. I I think we already know because he said he wasn't going to say anything. He said something about big news. So. <gasps> oh, well, that's not. Eh, that's not entirely related to what I got her at the moment, but uh, no, I, don't, I won't go into that many in that much specifics. I, jewelry, I did get her. Get, got her something shiny, Lauren. Oh, good man. <laughs> so, that, so that is something. Good man. And let's see. I got her a GPS, I'll say that, because I don't think she'll listen to the episode before even if it comes out before Christmas and I don't give it to her before then, I don't think she'll listen to it before I let her know that it's out. So, exactly. so those are two things right there. Very nice. Not the only two things, but those are two things. Very nice. As long as there's a shiny thing. So that's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny that you're like, uh, it's like, uh, oh, wait, he's got some big news. And what is he going to get her? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a GPS. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger episode. <laughs> Nothing says I love you like a GPS. <laughs> Is there any chrome buttons on there? Could be. <laughs> shiny. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think Lauren's getting anything shiny this year. I don't think so either. You screwed up. You win. <laughs> now you see now now John gets screwed over because his birthday is Christmas Eve and you know then there's Christmas the very next day. For you, your engagement, yeah, your uh anniversary I know is uh, less than a month before Christmas and that's when you get your shiny stuff which I'm okay with I think I'm okay with I'm happy with all the stuff you got me for uh for Christmas this year I pretty much know like the biggies yeah so did you tell them about did you order it did you order it today did you order it did you order it Jimmy I don't know if I'm going to you don't know if you're going to I have to decide I think you should decide yes to order it for me. And if I do decide, then I have to bring something else back. That's okay. I really don't want the hair thingy. I, uh, I'd i rather have the other thing. Really? Yes. You just you don't care about the hair thingy at all? Not any, not at all. Wow. Not anymore. Because I really want the other one more. I'll take the hair thingy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special, like, in-styler thing. It's like, you know, it helps, like, um, straighten your hair and stuff. And uh, it's expensive, and, like, I wanted one for a while. But uh, there's something I want so much more. And I actually posted on my Facebook, like, a while ago. I want, like, Spirit Hood. They're so cute. They're so adorable. I want one so badly. So I told Jimmy, if he takes the other thing back, I'm like, then you can get me a Spirit Hood. <laughs> so. Now everybody's Googling what a Spirit Hood looks like. So cute. Except for the bunny one that just came out. That one's weird. I don't like it oh, and would the, never wear the it. Dirty bunny. 
don't know what it is, but it's ugly. <laughs> Dirty bunny. It's it's ugly. It's way too big and ugly. I like uh like the wolf and stuff like that. I like the wolf one and I like the um the leopard and the snow leopard one is cute and the brown bear one's adorable too. You realize you're making fun of a bunny while John is on the air with us. <laughs> what? Oh no, no. You know, when John dresses up he's got bunny ears. This is like no, I have kitty ears, Rachel has the bunny ears. Oh uh, that's right. The 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 dirty bunny uh spirit hood. It's ugly. It's like this it's huge. You gotta look at Spirit Hoods. It's on the. It's their new one, so it's right on their first page. As soon as it loads, SpiritHoods dot com, you'll see it. Oh, oh, okay. Now, yeah, I found it. You know uh, what was that movie? Um... Godzilla. No, the one with the the <laughs> Donnie Darko. The movie Donnie Darko, where he kept seeing that giant rabbit. Frank the bunny. Yeah, Frank the bunny. If you scalped that bunny. <laughs> Sounds awful. And made a hat. Made a hat of it. (laughs) Basically, what the dirty bunny would look like. Dirty bunny. Uh, Like yeah, it's like you scout the giant rabbit. Well, you know, Lauren. If you go to cons, you can find like better handmade stuff than what they have here, even. No, no, I've seen one in person. My coworker got it because when I heard about it, I showed her, and I was like, "Isn't this so cute?" And she ran out and got one the next day. I'm like, damn you, everybody's going to think I copied you when I came up with it first. So, but I saw it in person. It's so, it's so nice. Oh, my God. And I've seen, like, other ones, like, other renditions of, like, in flea markets and, like, in the malls and in stores and stuff like that. Not that brand. And they're not as nice. They're they're not as well made. So, I mean, I really, I really want one of those. You know, saying about- at conventions, you get, like, handmade stuff that people have been making for years. This This stuff is nothing new. This stuff's been out for a very long time. It's just new to, you know, in vogue now. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that at any of the cons you've taken me to Dungeon. You've been to a grand total of two cons, and one of them was the Big Apple Con, and the other was Super Show. Well, what the hell? You don't take me to the other one, so what do you want from me? Well, I think, I think John's more talking about, like, anime conventions, because that's, that's where that stuff is really big and popular. Oh, yeah? Right, John? Yeah. Yeah, I... I myself have not really been to too many anime conventions either. Listen, if I gotta wait for an anime convention, that means I don't get it for Christmas. That's not <laughs> happening. I want it for Christmas. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, it's no web comics convention. Did you go? No. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there and make you jealous for like half a second. <laughs> you didn't even go. Dude, I was I, I was sick as hell that day, okay? Oh, man. I planned on going. What's going on there, James? What's going on with that static shit? What the static hell is that? James. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean it. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait, no. Let me, let me do it better. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean it, man. What the hell? Started. With his Irish accent. <laughs> He's totally not going to edit for you now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but actually, you know what? I think we should get the guy who does the short-packed webcomic to do like a uh, a logo or something for the uh, Lantern Cast. Like, draw pictures of us or something in front of the of the Lantern Cast symbol. Oh, man. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, there's... there's uh... There's a bunch of commissions that I would love to get from him. 
I can't believe you didn't go. Dude, I'm so, I was sick, and then afterwards I looked it up online. It was packed. Well, packed. yeah, because it's awesome. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know anything that was going on there. What the hell are you talking about? There was a convention by chat that had uh, a bunch of webcomics people, um, one of which was uh, Dave Willis. Uh, he does the short pack comic. And uh, I've like I wanted to get something done by him for like a really long time. And he just, he's, he's the only time he was ever, you know, nearby was at the, uh, the wild pig convention in uh, New Jersey. And that, I think that was the same weekend where, you know, we had something to do, but, uh, we weren't able to yeah, go. If you chose to go to a wild pig convention, that's how you presented it to me over <laughs> doing something with me. I think we would be divorced. No, it's Wild Pig is the name of the comic book store. Yeah, I don't care. You present it to me that way. You're not going. <laughs> so, Chad, to let you know, there actually is a uh, con that's supposed to be tomorrow in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> you realize how big Texas is, yeah, don't you? That's nowhere near El Paso. Paso's like, isn't it like southwest or something in the state? Uh, for, from me, it's uh, it's it's northwest a little bit. I'm I'm in Austin, man. <laughs> okay. Well, there's uh, one December 31st to January 2nd in Austin. What is that? E- uh, Ikikon. What is that? What was that? It's an it's Ikikon. Ikikon. It's an anime convention. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna get a lot of insults, but I, I I've never really gotten into anime, so. Well, you can get a hat for uh, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> If you were a true lore knight, you would. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I'm joking. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. No, you need the money to come to New York and visit us. A friend of mine, uh, I didn't expect her to get me anything for Christmas, but she like pulled me out to her car and she's like, turn around. Uh, so I turn around and she like gives me this j- huge jar full of coins that says Chad's New York fun. Aww. Oh, wow. Very nice. So, like, I, I didn't know what to say after that. I just gave her, like, six hugs. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> of course, it was all pennies, and she made you count it yourself. <laughs> actually, actually, I, I was, like, looking at it, and I turned it over or whatever, and, like, on the very bottom of the jar, there's, like, a like a turnpike coin or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> couple of slugs. <laughs> it can be full Monopoly money. That's, like, Canadian coins. <laughs> Imperial <I did>. credits. <laughs> David Buster's coin. I I did break down and buy myself something the other day for Christmas because I know I'm not getting much. I went and bought a uh, a Batman bat suit snuggie. <laughs> <laughs> it's friggin' awesome. So, uh, Chad, man, you're making me want to send you something because I just feel so bad. You can say I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting. <laughs> actually, actually, John, I'm thinking of teaming up with you if I can. Um. I'm I'm thinking about selling half of my stuff, and that that includes all the comic issues I don't even care about anymore. So I don't know if there's something I could do with you in that respect, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'd be interested uh, in helping you out. Um, though you know you might want to put it on the forums first and give everybody else an opportunity. Yeah, but uh, uh, <laughs> so I got that Batman bat suit snuggie. You know, I segued there, but uh, and then I. <laughs> I, I keep my Super Nintendo in working order because I can't play any of the other games because I get motion sickness too easily. And uh, <laughs> I finally... Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> but uh well i can't play like shoot 'em up games where like it's like first person viewing and you can't you know it's the quick turns and stuff like like call of duty black ops and stuff like that i can't i can't play those kind of games but if we're talking like you know madden 2011 i can play that but since there's those are like so few of the games out there there's really no point in me buying a system so but anyways, I finally found a game I've been looking for forever, and it's uh, for Super Nintendo. It's called Separation Anxiety. I don't know if anybody remembers what that is, but Spider-Man game. Yeah, it's a spider. It's a two-person Spider-Man uh, kind of like arcade fight game. It's really awesome. It's it's really cool. <laughs> is that the Carnage game? Uh, no, there's Maximum Carnage, and that's the first one-person player game. But uh, this one's Separation Anxiety. You can then play first person as either Spider-Man or Venom or two-player, one Spidey, one Venom. And then it's just like all the, the symbiote family you're going up against, and it's really cool. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Did you ever play the, uh, the Avengers game on the SNES? Actually, yeah, I own it. That was, that was freaking awesome. That was like probably my favorite NES game of all time. Yeah, I've got, I think I've got every superhero... Uh, yeah, see, in uh, Super Nintendo game, I've got uh, Justice League Task Force. I've got, uh, oh, what is it? I've got a Captain America game. I've got um, the Death of Superman. That's um, a great game. As, yeah. as Jim and I talked about, I think, on my first show, we talked about that game briefly, I believe. But I love that game, The Death and Return of Superman. That's why it's I got great- this. It's a great, it's a great game. The, what sucks though is that you can't save. I don't like that. I don't like that you can't save your progress. Yes, I agree. That's a pain because you gotta, you gotta play it all the way through, or else. <laughs> well, I guess when you die, it's over. So. <laughs> no, you get to pick up where you left off most of the time, so that's that's the plus. But there's like nine or ten levels to it, and when once you start getting to the end, it becomes a little bit difficult to be able to get through it, especially the steel level when you're fighting through the. Core, the core of Engine City, but it was a really good game. The only, I guess, the only drawback is you only get to be Cyborg Superman one time. Well, what else really sucks is when you, and towards the very beginning of the game, when you go up against Doomsday, no matter what you do, you die. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. But it's part of the plot. You can't avoid it. <laughs> like, oh, you beat Doomsday. Now the game's over. <laughs> is there a Green Lantern appearance in that one? No. Darn. <laughs> Did they uh, did they ever make that game available on the Wii? No, uh, I don't. I don't no. think they have. They haven't really made any of the uh, superhero games available on the Wii for download. Uh, Not any of the old ones. Because uh, if they did that, then they may add. Oh, that'd be great. Like, uh, like a save feature. Yeah. Well, don't don't they have like? Oh God, don't even ask me how what kind of program this is. But like computer programs where you can download it and play the games on your laptop. Like a ROM. Yeah. Yeah. Play that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that stuff or are those illegal? Oh, whoops. <laughs> Is Lauren typing on your... Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, see, I can, uh, I can type grammatically correct. I don't know what he wrote there. What? What is, what is that? Gotta race up. <laughs> Gotta race up. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how you pronounce that. Oh, okay. Sure. You know, like uh, Stargate, the Wraith. Yeah, 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 that thing that's sitting on uh, my DVR that I'm going to erase four weeks of, five weeks of now that's just sitting there? No, that's the other Stargate. Oh, sorry. There are different types. Kevin forbid. <laughs> Kevin forbid. Listen, I watch my freaking, uh, who's this, what's it, True Blood and, you know, Vampire oh. Diaries and Grey's Anatomy and Big Bang Theory. Mm. I watch all of them and then I erase them. 
So we don't run out of room. Your shit is taking up space. How many fucking supernovas <laughs> are saved on there? A million? James, have you ever seen Supernova? Don't. I've ne- I've never even heard of it. Exactly. It's horrible. What what is it? It's uh it's something from uh it's like a comedy from the BBC about uh like an Englishman that was sent down to Australia to uh to work on this telescope. And he knows this because he's Irish. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to say. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know we have the we have BBC over here. Yeah. I know you have the BBC over. Here. But it's like, because you're over there, you watch all British channel television. <laughs> no. It's horrible. Don't watch it. So, Lauren, yeah. um, you, you know, you're a huge fan of True Blood? I like True Blood, yeah. Well, there might be something to get you in comic stores then. Um, they have busts of, like, a lot of the actors that you can get at the comic stores now. I'm not sure. I'm not very sure of the names because I don't get to watch it. What a bust is Jimmy? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> did you really just need to explain that to me? It's a statue. The head. I I know what chest. a busts have been I, around for centuries. Made up of the characters. You, you know, you know, it's <laughs> something that's new to you like, know, like comic the books. The main characters of the show. Yeah. They're cast. They're sculpted <laughs> into material. Yeah. And then painted. Yeah. What is referring to? Oh my god, is it really? Based on the <laughs> show True Blood. You know, the, you know the show that you like, True Blood? No, what's it? <clears throat> it's about umpires. It's about umpires. I'm going to show you a grave. so far up your ass. You're going to be licking leather, right? <laughs> you don't even have You're going to be coughing up Uggs. All right? <laughs> okay, guys. We have to go uh, Christmas shopping. Yeah, gotta hit the outlets, buddies. <laughs> yeah, my sister's calling my, me right now to go Christmas shopping. Do it! Go! <laughs> I think after this, you owe her something shiny, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've, I've got enough. I, I've got enough for her. Nah, you could always use one more. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can never get enough uh, gifts for your wife, man. Come on, you should know this. True. Uh, well, that, that that's technically true, but... She's just not going to get any more gifts. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I've, I've shopped extensively. There better not be a map of Narnia wrapped up under the tree. <laughs> no, now it's, a, now it's a map of Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> now oh it's God. a map of the waters and the islands. Oh, God. Okay. Um, is it a diagram of what a bust is and how to make it? <laughs> Plane tickets to Narnia. That's why you got the map. <laughs> Jim's parents threw out the wardrobe, so. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. So now we can't hear James and Lauren. <laughs> and James is crackling. Static. <laughs> okay, well, Jim has told me now that I'm an official lantern caster, so how about I just close out the episode? Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> now he comes back on. Uh, if you want to contact us. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's lanterncast at gmail.com or you can in- email us individually at Jim, Dan, Jason, James, or Chad at lanterncast.com. Lanterncast.com, you can find all of our episodes. Hopefully, Jim will at some point update the bio so you know who we all are. Don't bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bio. I think I deserve a bio, don't you? I'm on enough episodes making bitchy comments. <laughs> now they come back. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> We're also on iTunes. Just search for Lantern Cast and you'll find us there. 
Um, if you find us on iTunes, go ahead and leave a, uh, a review if you have time. We always appreciate those. Uh, we're on Facebook. Search for Lantern Cast and like us. There's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Random things. And uh, if you want to, since I'm here, you can like the Larflees report also on Facebook. I think I'm up to 15 now. <laughs> I am one of them. I am hey. on Facebook? Nobody likes the Larflees report. <laughs> See, of course he cuts out then. It's just like serendipity right there. <laughs> okay. Um, and we have a voicemail number, but I have no idea what it is off the top of my head because it constantly changes. So... <laughs> On episode 74, the voicemail number is 206-202-1159. So, uh... <laughs> or just ra- dial randomly, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so leave us voicemails for the regular cast, for for the Elseworlds cast, or just random topics, and I'm sure Jim will get around to playing them at some point. Head on it. Don't forget the contest. Oh yeah, the contest. We've got a uh, the ring core contest. Create the tenth core. Fifteen um, days left in that one. Yeah, fifteen days. We got basically the idea is you come up with a concept for a ring design and then the concept behind the actual story of the tenth core. Um, the best choice for I believe design and the best choice for story will be picked and both winners or one winner whoever if you get a the combo then uh, you'll get a ring created by Kristoff the guy who does the rings that are infinitely better than the one DC Direct put out so. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have John's contest and you can talk about that John if you want that is make a holiday song that is Green Lantern themed or related or a story um, it can be any holiday. It doesn't have to be, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, any of those. It can be any holiday, any of the year, but get them up. Um, that one ends right after New Year's. And I think, but you have to be on the forums, don't you? Or do you gonna you want to just take emails? Um, I guess pr- probably prefer to be on the forums. Um, you know, you can contact anybody through Facebook. You can send it to, you know, any of the main Lanterncast people and they'll get it to me or whatever. <laughs> and it's really easy to join the forums anyway. So just go ahead and join our forums because there's a lot of cool discussions going on there that you don't get to hear about here. And I think that's it. I believe right? so. Yeah. Can you hear us? Now yeah. we can. Yay! Excellent. Just in time. <laughs> <laughs> Completely got out of doing the closing. <laughs> it's a Saturnalia miracle. <laughs> uh, it's, it's serendipity. And not just the place that Chad has to visit when he goes to New York City. <laughs> That's right. Okay, uh, thank you everybody for coming on. Anybody out there that's listening that's like, it's like, hey, how come I didn't get to be on episode 75? Because we had so many people. Episode 100, anybody that basically wants to come on <laughs> is going to have the chance. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But we got something big planned for episode 100. We're going to have the whole forums on there. Oh Five-hour episode. Wait, who told you? <laughs> oh, I bet James is having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> or he did. I'm just realizing I have a three and a half hour episode to edit. <laughs> uh, you might want to go ahead and start that uh, Christmas drinking now. <laughs> James, James, I'm going to apologize in advance for episode 100. <laughs> no, episode 100 should probably be like when you went to the con. Don't even bother editing; just put it up as is. 
<laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's probably how that's going to go. Of course, that's how it's going to go, because it was my idea, and it was the best idea. You're welcome. <laughs> and on that note, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry Are we going to sing a Christmas carol? Merry Christmas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a, a Christmas carol in the break. Awesome. Is it one for the contest? Yes, it is. Sweet. Awesome. It's probably going to be his. Yes. Oh my god, you should have heard the first recording when he was saying it. It was so funny because he I think he was trying to imitate what the person who actually sings the song sounds like. So he, it sounded so like deep and like it sounded like like nasally. Like he was singing through his na- nasal cavity. It was so funny. I was shaking with laughter trying not to like because he was recording it on the mic. So you wouldn't like hear me laughing in the background. It was so funny. And I wish he deleted it because he was just like, oh, it sounds so horrible. And he was embarrassed. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. I really wish to God he didn't delete it. <laughs> it was the, the worst thing I've ever listened oh, to in all my life. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Like, listen, I, I've listened to the, the Lantern cast and like, I don't mind my regular voice. But that was like, that was literally torture after seconds. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah. Okay. So long, everybody. Have a good night. Bye, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas.